Oh my god. My abs hurt. (laughs) So goddamn dumb. Show episode 517 of Poor Man Show. This has to be unhealthy. Make me do this every week. How's it going, guys? Good. Bre- Brett and Andrew are here, and they're able to breathe still. Okay. Wow. How's everybody's week? <clears throat> Diverse. Yeah? Well, I learned this week I don't interrupt Andrew when he tells a story. So this week on this show, Andrew's gonna he's going to put up his hand signals. He's going to go, one... And he's going to make a point. I'm going to sit here and listen. No, no, no. And he's no. going to go, two! I'm going to set a point! You will listen to me! So, And I will listen. What Puke's referring to is I don't listen back <laughs> to the show. Nobody does. You shouldn't, ex- well, unless it's in drop form. I agree with all that. <laughs> but I did listen back to last week's show. Yeah. And I loved it. I thought I was, I, I had a great time listening back. Yeah. My face hurt. I finished it as I was pulling into your driveway today, so I have heard it as well. Do you have thoughts? Well, that's interesting. You approached me the other day, and you said... "This is, But this is about... What? Okay. Is, yeah. You said, listen to hour two. I listened to hour one and two, but I Whoa, definitely listened rebel. to hour two. Yeah. And Andrew said to me, something happened in hour two, or there's something to notice about hour two. And I said, what is it? And he goes, I'm not going to tell you, but... I didn't want to influence. I didn't want to <laughs> influence um, what my take on hour two would be. So yeah. I listen to hour two, and I don't know. Um, I'm supposed to notice something about it, and then report <laughs> it here on the show. Apparently, if you'd like, but uh, you didn't notice anything about it. You want this to be a financial debate show? No, where you are <laughs> setting uh, like you're on one side of investments and James is on the other, and I'm just cut out of it entirely. Two things. Okay. One, you're wrong. That's not what it's about. Okay. And two, I just explained what it was about. Did you? Was I not listening? <laughs> I have no There's idea. Just two drunk idiots what the in hell? Basement. What the hell happened? So what I just did, where I said two things. Okay. And I'm going to make two points. Two right? points? You went, oh, really? Two things? And then you heard me say one thing, and then you heard me say the next thing. You're lying. No, I no, have no idea. You did it right. <laughs> <laughs> you, you reacted like someone just said two things, yeah. colon, mm-hmm. and then explained two things. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> My issue was I was not happy with how I... Uh, came off in the second half of the last episode, and I was trying to figure out why. I go, why do I sound like a fucking retard? Why can't I get a point across? Then I listened to it, and I started listening closely, and I went, oh, I keep going. Okay, I'm puke. very giggly tonight. <laughs> well, that helped. Um, okay, puke. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say two things. Yeah. And then I got halfway through the first thing, mm-hmm. and I never got any further. Okay. 
So then I felt like I was faced with either not addressing whatever Puke was saying and simply getting back to my second one and a half things or addressing what Puke was saying and then having to think what were the points I was trying to make a while ago. And that happened over and over and over again. And it just Thanks, made me Russia. worse. You have a pad in front of you. Why don't you write two things and then underline that? And mm-hmm. then A or no. Circle I have back. Better. One and two <laughs> yeah. and write down what the two things are. <clears throat> I think Andrew thinks that I can follow along when we're drunk. I don't know how yeah, I was supposed I to notice that. <laughs> like, I, Do you know how closely I'd have to be paying attention yeah, to I notice you said two things and then. But not just once. I said it like 19 it times. Yeah. So you only got to I one thing. I kept trying to get back to the two things. But did you do one thing? No, I got half of one thing, maybe. So you had like 75% of stuff left to do. Andrew yeah. expects the guy that does this. <laughs> to listen. And follow along. Especially as, as the imbibement goes on stronger into the evening. Yeah, he's just planning his next shout. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, my throat sure hurts. We're only halfway through the show. Anyway, it was not a big deal. It was just that. Seems like you I made it. I felt like I could have been a lot better, but I just. No, yeah, well, I don't know. And I was trying to think, what can I do to not let this happen? And I'm just like, well, geez, I'm saying, I'm declaring, I'm about to say two things. Yeah. Well, I think that, like, if you have two points and I interrupt and go on a tangent or something, then uh, I would suggest uh, circle back around. Two things. Bring up. Yeah. It was one. very upsetting. Okay. And I'm done. Now, if your points had been that fast, I probably would have followed along, but I'm sure you went on some long diatribe about race cars, and I was like, bleh, gonna yell. And you talked a lot of the time. You had time for your things. Yeah, there was only two of us. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess we should get through the rest of them, right? Yeah, so let's <laughs> go. I know what they are now. Your points. Oh, yeah. you forgot them. Obviously, now, you course. know what the, the points were so important. Not diving back into that. <laughs> well, you were talking a lot about crypto and how it's... Uh, dumb. Yeah, and but my points were basically that comprehensive. It's dumb. <laughs> Wait, so you were angry that we didn't circle back to that point? No, no, no. I'm angry that I didn't get to circle back to my legitimate points and oh, they, well, instead it just came out as it's dumb. Oh. No, I thought you okay. made a lot of good points. Yeah. I, I didn't even I make thought, half of one. I thought we were having a fun conversation. It turns out you know, Andrew was all mad and shit. I didn't even know. Well, I didn't think it was bad at all. I, yeah. I thought it was a great conversation. I just think uh, we're all... Uh, you're all playing into it. <laughs> yeah, of course. There's something yeah. happening, and you're all playing their game. I'm not playing into anything. What do I do? What we're do I do? It. We're all doing it. Well, what are we all doing? You I'm not doing it at What? I don't... How, guess how much money I've invested in no crypto. Idea. Guess how many U.S. Care. dollars I've invested in crypto. Well, well just guess. Less one. than me. One. One. Less than Less 2, than one. 50 cents. Zero dollars. Zero. Yeah, but you, you've used it, so you're part of the problem. Am I? For using it? Yeah, obviously. No. You're in the system, man. I'm just trying to get rid of mine. <laughs> oh, well, then sell it. You can give it to me. That's what a bunch of other people did. <laughs> you can give it to Ukraine. So I'm they trying can to give it to somebody Russian. I owe money to. That way I don't get a, get a tax. Uh, that's, oh. You're going to get taxed. <laughs> nope. Oh, well, I guess if you do a direct transfer to somebody. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm and a crypto that, expert. That money never goes into your account. The payment rails, they, they call them. That's where they get you. Them centralized exchanges because you want that sweet, sweet green. Oh, you said there, there's like an income ceiling where if you're on one side of it, you don't have to pay taxes on crypto stuff. Yeah, if you make less than $40,000 a year. Is that 
before or after 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 all you do your deductions yeah oh Uh -oh. so so if you get under 40 with all your deductions you don't have to pay taxes on crypto I would say talk to no. a lawyer. I got an accountant now, yeah, so I'll so ask him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, good luck him knowing fuck all about it. Uh, most people, he might. He might. He might he, have to know. He's in the know, which it seems rare. I feel like for an accountant, that question is a pretty simple question. It might be. There's might, a lot of yeah, complicated questions that an yeah. accountant could get, but that one yeah. is kind of like yes or no. It's not a whole bunch of gray. Yeah. Like if I ask my accountant that I have Cardano in a MetaMask and I want to stake it into an NFT project called Bored Apes and then I stake it and it comes out with a return of 4,000% because the response will be, why are you a child? (laughs) And I'll go, because it's, uh, I missed out on the 90s. This is me getting back into, you know, my dad was into baseball cards and this is reliving that past. Next, BMX bikes. Of missing out on the 90s. Yeah. I introduced you to a great part of the 90s recently. Nah, I doubt it. What? It's pretty great. Do you have a second point? Pete and Pete. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You what is that? Me? You ever watched Pete and Pete? No, I don't you know. You ever watched Pete and Pete? No, why would both the guys have the same name? It's confusing. <laughs> They're brothers. It was, it was called The Adventures. There can't be brothers. What's wrong with their parents? Like They're both. Both Actually, named. I bet if your parents had another kid, they would have named it Andrew. Oh, you know what? Like it was Andrea. Yeah. They should have called it The Adventures of George and George, and it was George Foreman's kids, because there's like five of them named George. George Foreman did do That's that. That's a real but thing. he had yeah. a traumatic brain injury. True, from the pounding in Pete's the face. Pete's mom, Pete and Pete's mom, had a metal plate in her head. Okay. She could pick up radio signals. Yeah, this is a show that came out in, what, 91 or some mm, shit? Or something like that. Very early 90s, and Andrew was like, I don't know where the fuck you just suddenly started talking about it. No, we were talking about down periscope okay oh yeah we all know 90s had the best movies right nope what what decade then uh probably the 70s i'd say 1835 70s i sure like them talkies you think on average <laughs> movies from the 70s were better on average than movies from oh, the 90s no, 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 no. name no, no, 10 no. great movies from the 70s and take no longer than 42 seconds the godfather the godfather part 2 taxi driver jaws star wars the deer hunter star wars star wars was fucking really don't try to steal my yeah. time <laughs> chinatown butch cassidy and the sundance kid 60s. 69 <gasps> the sting same cast. Might be 71. Did I say Chinatown? Yeah. It's offensive. You think there aren't more? One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Rocky. Oh. I've named at least okay. 10. Alien. Now, oh, you got 11. Luckily, you got 11 because you bumped Star Wars out. Star Wars is not great. <laughs> what? <laughs> Star, Star Wars was revolutionary. It was a game changer. Was it a good movie? No, it's not a good movie. Did no. you go back and watch that emo guy wander around the desert? Do you see how enjoyable it is today? No, it's not enjoyable at all today. No. It's dumb today, yeah. but in the context of its time, that movie. It that, was a Muppet. There was a Muppet and a, <laughs> and a Mopey guy. Do you know how much better a Muppet the is than The original title CGI? was Mopeys and Muppets. Fine, take Star Wars off the list. Guess how many I did? You still ten. ten. You're right. Kudos to you. I still think the 90s on average is probably probably better. Patton. Oh, okay. I'm back in Brett's camp. Yeah, I don't know that all of yours were the 70s, though. But name one that you the think sting. wasn't. I'm not 100% sure. I think the Sting, the sting, the sting was probably 1973. No. Why don't you, why don't you tell us sting. about how the Sting came out in 1973? Robert Redford, black and white. Ba, 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 77. The Sting? What? Yeah. No. The Sting, Is this 1977. The right sting? 
I don't. Fu- how would I fucking is know? It, you're uh, thinking of the police sting. Is it Paul oh, wait, Newman? 1973, but over here, maybe there's another sting? There's what the, am I looking at here? Well, there's the guy Following sting. the murder of a mutual friend, aspiring con man, Johnny Hooker, blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, that blah, should blah, be blah, Paul blah. Newman. Yeah. Release date, 1977, so probably Wikipedia's <laughs> fucked up here. But and on IMDb, it says 73. Yeah, so. I think they're thinking of the police's first album. Yeah. Yeah, the police did an album based on Johnny Hooker no, and Henry Gondor. No, the guy's Gondor. name was Sting. To take revenge on the ruthless crime boss responsible. Dog Day Afternoon? Yeah, there you go. Mean Street? Serpico? Serpico? Might have been 1980. Serpico was 1973. Oh. Serpico might have been 71. Jesus. I was thinking of uh, the horrible Serpico was 73. The Miami one. That was 1980. Oh, there's Lord of the Rings. Clockwork Orange, Convoy, Mad Max, Convoy. Death Wish, THX 1138, Jeez. Westworld, <laughs> Enter the Gumball Dragon, Rally. Apocalypse Gumball. Now, Render Jaws, Cannibal Run, Meatballs, the Bandit. The Mirror, yeah, you're, Deer Hunter, you're right, the 70s is great. Up and Smoke the Hobbit, Stalker, <laughs> House, uh, Aliens, Texas Chainsaw <laughs> He's just naming movies, he's not naming good movies, he's just reading movies. Technically, it's supposed to be popular movies from the 70s. Doesn't mean they're good. True. Star Wars was from the 70s. I talked about the the Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Those were the animated films. They were terrible. Star Wars is watchable. No, it's I, watchable. I like Star Wars. Pete and Pete! Oh, yeah. Is this show that you, uh, it's well, like, you had to start because we were talking about Well, we all Down love Periscope. Malcolm in the Middle, right? Yes. This was Never seen it? pre-Malcolm in the Middle. Mm-hmm. Well, very Malcolm in the Middle esque. If it came out in the nineties, right? Is it animated? No, it sounds that's like it'd be animated. I was like six years old, and I went, "Fuck cartoons!" If this and Kids in the Hall exist, why do I need to watch a drawing make noises and get hit on the head and get a bump, and then they hit the bump and a new bump appears? I'm over that. Well, I mean, we should watch some video, of Pete and Pete. Wait, are they really brothers? Uh, in real life, no. But yeah, the reason we got onto it is we were talking about '90s movies, and we did watch Copland based on your suggestion a couple nights ago. '90s movie, and uh, we also were talking about Down Periscope '90s movie. Ooh. It's good. What? It's good. And there's a funny guy in that movie named uh, like Radar or Radio. He's a radio man. I forget the guy's name. Cuba Gooding Jr.? Like Bob Haas no, or something. not that radio. <laughs> okay. This was a white guy. Um, look up Radio Down Periscope. I'm working on it. This I'll- guy, you'll know him. He's been in a ton of movies. He's great in everything he's in, but this is my most memorable uh, movie that he was in. However, this made me think of something. I went, oh, Artie from Pete and Pete. Artie is the strongest man in the world. Also played by this guy. Toby Huss. This is probably a fairly recognizable photo. Yeah, he doesn't look familiar to me. What? What else has he done? Pete, we're, Pete. we're looking at a guy. His name is Toby. He looks mean. He's hilarious. Is he? Why He's aren't we watching? Funny. Why are we looking at pictures that no one can enjoy and watching video instead of watching video that also no one can enjoy? They can listen to the videos. <laughs> the pictures go make to, no sound. Go to YouTube, puke, and just type in Toby Huss compilation. Toby Huss. I learned the compilation thing from porn. Whenever you just want to see clips of the best, compilations just add and compilation porn are a disaster. They're really? a disaster. Explain. Okay. So, I mean, how long's your comp? What, what is it? Four minutes? Is it eight minutes? No, because longest, the longest you thirty get. minutes. Okay, great. So, thirty. You, st- you can you can double tap. You st- wait. What does double, double tap, tap do? It's, it speeds ahead. Does it? Look on YouTube. You double tap, it gets ten seconds. Oh, I don't think I've ever watched porn on a phone. Oh, that's the only reason. The only way to watch it. <laughs> wow. I don't know. They're not big enough. 
feel like you'd have to have it right in your face. That's what streamcasting's for. I like to take my two monitors and put them on either side of my head, and like have. And a you have scene. two guys race. <laughs> Right. I don't know. A compilation that can cut away just as you're getting the jerk going and, you know, can be onto something new that you might not be as into. And sometimes people try to get real artsy with their compilations. And what they'll do is they'll be like, they'll put in music. You know that music that's like porn compilation music? How does it go? Right? And then what they'll want to try and do is they'll try to cut along with the music. So they'll cut back and forth between up to a handful of scenes. Now, who can keep oh, track no. of yeah, You no, need to be, good. this is not immersive. If you're cutting to all different uh, dicks and women, you know, you got to stick with one thing. Yeah, you got you to finish each one before you move on to the next. Right. So that's almost like, people are doing more like mashups. And I don't, that's just a mess. I want a scene from the beginning. So the third video, 35 seconds, we can handle that. It's on mute. Call you, you nutsy chick, you broad. You make me feel so young. It's as loud as I can Boom. get. Look, boys, that was terrible. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to have a smoke. When I get back in, you better have the horn section figured out. I can't work like this. He just shocked himself. Electronics. is up again. Swung on. Ooh, foul down the right field line. It struck the ball girl. Knocked her cold. Today's game, by the way, is brought to you by the American Court Corps. People are watching. A lot of voltage. No, there you go. Anyway, this guy, you never seen him? I, I, yeah, I've seen him do Frank Sinatra before. He was in Bedazzled. Okay. He was in Dodgeball. Okay. He was in Pete and Pete. Okay. He was in Down Periscope. Mm-hmm. He was in the John Wick movie or something like it. I, I, yeah, I, I he wish was a, I was more bought in. He was a Southern Bell hitman. Okay. He was on Seinfeld. He was the Wiz on yeah. Seinfeld. Hmm. Okay. It was Radio Hercules, something, bunch of shows I've never heard of. Come on, nobody in the chat knows who this guy is. So here we have yeah. his name is uh, Russ Hole. Toby Huss. <laughs> okay. Russ, not, not Russ Hole. <laughs> I said Russ Hole. That'd be an unfortunate name. Toby Huss. Okay. So what's the point with Pete and Pete and Toby Huss? Well, it led me down a path of Pete and Pete, and I got excited because I hadn't seen Pete and Pete in 20-plus years since Longface recorded on his VCR while we were at school. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, Puke didn't know what it was. I said it was no, great. but after watching some clips, it was very... There was elements that were very familiar, so I feel like my grandparents had uh, cable in the 90s. It was the only way that I could see television that other children saw so on occasion i would catch things on like nickelodeon when i was uh alone or some shit in it the hit house. on some heavy I, i've seen subjects parts of that show somewhere somehow because it was vaguely familiar one of the kids has a tattoo and i was like yep oh, i fucking remember that somehow. he was like an eight-year-old kid with a tattoo of a hot lady like a sailor yeah yeah and uh her name was penelope i don't know where i came across it 
But somewhere in my brain, the memories went, oh. Well, can't we okay. see some video? Obviously of it? not. What? Why? Because it, it's, it's not a great a, show. It's it a took TV on show. a lot of uh, hard hitting topics like neglective parents, uh, alcoholic fathers who are obsessed with bowling. Okay. I don't think it was actually alcoholic, but it hinted at that. Um, see if there's like a trailer. Ricky and Pete. No, that's not it. The King of Staten Island. All right. Google is not doing it. You should Google's. type in The Adventures of. Oh, okay. Is that what it's called? The Adventures of Pete and Pete? Yes. Good spelling. Uh, the Adventures of Pete and Kit trailer. No. Rewatching Nickelodeon's The Adventures of Pete and Pete. Um, there. One minute, 21 seconds. We'll just Wait, that. what? This? Yep. Okay. Let's see. I'm uh -oh. curious. This is a reunion. Who's your favorite character on the show? Ooh, that's a tough one. There are so many good characters. Ellen's dad, Phil Hickel, was yeah. a good character. The great Steve Buscemi. I'll tell you who I love right now. Miss Fingerwood. Smart, tall, knowledgeable, good <laughs> hair. Wow. I dreamed that the area of a circle, instead of being pi r squared, was pi r to the third. <laughs> Can you believe that? Mom's plate was a character as well. She was a she was a double character it was because a stainless character. It was a stainless character. We got good good uh, radio reception. We got uh, hot tips on when there were fires or any sort of, you know, municipal events happening in the town. It's actually good that the show ended when it did because Mom's plate would have quickly cooked her brain as soon as it was exposed to Wi-Fi these days. Oh gosh, I never thought about that. We, uh, we ducked a bullet, uh, a big Wi-Fi shaped bullet. That's all I had to say? Yeah, Jeez. that's it. Okay, I'm excited. Sorry. Now that's no. Pete and Pete as adults, yeah. the actors who played them yes, is what we just correct. listened to. So they're kind of doing a retrospective. Iggy on. Pop was in the show. Well, I mean, it sounds good. They dug a tunnel to get out of being grounded. They stayed up for 11 nights and went insane. Because they thought bedtimes were just an artificial infrastructure built by parents and they wanted to destroy it. Mm -hmm. And apparently so. there's some sort of weird gay molester character that's a superhuman. No, that's just Artie. He's Little Pete's best friend. He's the strongest man in the world and he fights uh, battles because he's a superhero. Is he, was he imaginary? No. He was a real human? Yeah, Toby Huss. Okay. Toby Huss. Oh, he's the one to play that character. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> he, fight, he races a head of lettuce. In a foot race, he fights a bowling ball. He lifts a house. Wait, why does he? How does he lift a house? With his strength, he's the strongest man in the world. But he doesn't look that strong. What's his name? Just YouTube. Artie lifts a house. Artie lifts a house. Uh, you spelled Artie wrong. I was already gonna search for things, and then there we go. Artie leaves. Is that? Artie. Or do you wanna? You wanna Artie? What is it? Now fuck it. We'll search here. Uh, let's see here. The Still, already workout. workout? The That's not him lifting a house. Oh, work. God. Three minutes. All right, so... You've been rump-riding the sofa for the last half hour watching TV. Now it's time to get up and get strong with your personal trainer... <laughs> Archie, the strongest man in the world. He makes really retarded faces. It's the Artie workout. Let's can't make this today. It wouldn't be any fun. No, because people would look at it and go, this is fucking retarded. <laughs> Very visible penis. <laughs> Very, like, high, like John Travolta. John Travolta in, what's that movie? 
um, where his penis is very visible. My, he's doing aerobics. Not the one with, with Tom Selleck. No, it's old. Jamie Lee Curtis. Is Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis. What is that movie? Can't think of it. Oh, do you remember Halloween. we watched that scene and his penis was so visible? I don't. There's a it picture so of me and his pointy. penis is just over my shoulder. Yeah, it, his penis was so pointy. That's the thing is you when you you never know what you're going to get when you have a completely limp dick, right? It could and you never know how it's going to look in different things. Hmm. But you don't want a pointy one. Have you ever seen a photo of your own limp dick? Yes. You have? Yes. Have you seen a photo of your no. own limp dick? I never have either. Why would well, what how? Uh it doesn't matter how. I mean, what the fuck I is think it? it does. <laughs> No, but I'm going to work on it later this afternoon. Are, I don't know. I mean, they're not terrible, but... Andrew is yeah, now Andrew showing found the a picture photo. of a limp dick. How did you find oh, that no, Travolta photo, photo so From fast. the show, wow. Because there's a few photos of me that I have on my See? phone. <laughs> Why do you have that one saved? Because it was a fun one. Now, chat, uh, as you look at that, note how pointy Travolta's dick it's is. It's because it's a phone screen. On Can I just one. make sure that I'm not misremembering that? And it is. Oh, how pointy. See, what it is, he was doing aerobics, and it, it got flopped up and kind of anyway, came back. Anyway, why is the there a spandex. photo of your limp dick anywhere? I don't want to get into it. it. Shit happens, okay? People are like, no, not people. I've said too much. <laughs> are we done with this video? Has he lived at the house yet? That wasn't an answer to my question. No. Six. Your lungs, your heart, your tonsil. A lot of this is very visual. Um, so what we pause. What we're learning is that this guy is in some way troubled, right? Like he's not the strongest man in the world. Um, How can you prove that? Based on his build, right? Because I'm thinking the strongest. Um, man in the world is that guy Thor Bjornskin. Oh, uh, yeah. The guy who plays the mountain. Half Thor Bjornsson. Half Thor Bjornsson. The guy who plays uh, the mountain. Mountain in Game of Thrones, who's uh, seven foot two and weighs probably about four hundred pounds. This guy could be any height, but there's no way he's more than like a buck forty. Mm-hmm. Very skinny. His visible penis is pointy through his leotard. Through a leotard, like a strong man. And he's also wearing one of these new... This is a new thing that I learned about when I was in Florida, is that parents are afraid of their kids getting sun. So bathing suits for kids what? now <laughs> are shirts with long sleeves. So they went oh, back no. to like chitty chitty bang bang style Dick Van Dyke bathing suit. Yeah, like the pictures you see from the 20s of yeah. people at uh, the, the boardwalk in Jersey. Yeah, so you see kids playing in water with long sleeve shirts on now, but they're bathing suits, apparently. Jesus don't want to get none of that vitamin D. So that's kind of what this guy is. Parents don't know about vitamin D. (laughs) So that's what this guy is kind of wearing, plus like suspenders maybe and Mm. a leotard. So, and he's he's just mixing all about in his house. He's very. I don't know about vitamin D. What about it? (laughs) That's the thing. If you ask me what about it, I have no answer. It's it's a vitamin, right? But like, if you said Andrew. What what vitamin comes from the sun? I'd be like, uh, the D? And you go, but vitamin C comes from the sun. And I go, yeah, that does. I don't think it I does. I just assume every vitamin comes from the sun. 
D does. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. I thought it was C. Well, it doesn't come from the sun. It's produced by your body when the sun interacts yes, with part your of the skin. Where, now, what's a food where you think you would get vitamin D? Bananas. I don't know, but I don't think so. <laughs> That's vitamin P. Yeah. Potassium. Yeah. It is. Well, you know your elements, at least. <laughs> so what about uh, another food where you could get vitamin D? Orange juice. That, uh, Sunny D. That's, a that, good, that's how you know vitamin D comes from the sun. Well, I guess here at the show we have a lot to learn about vitamin D, but it's, uh, you know, it's good for your immune system. And a lot of people who had vitamin D deficiency got COVID. Let's see here. We've got... Now, this is kind of gay because they have a bunch of things that are fortified, which means that they've just fucking added, like, vitamin D to it, right? Mm -hmm. That means they've artificially added it. So this idiot list that I just found randomly... Sweet potatoes. Everyone says sweet potatoes are so good for you. Fish is the big one. I don't see how sweet potatoes are good for you. Fish, salmon. They're two bad things. Potatoes, already bad for you. Sweet things, also bad for you. Combine sweet things and potatoes. How is that all of a sudden good? That's that's a good argument. Also, eggs and pork chops. So these are the things that we eat. We eat pork, we eat eggs, we eat fish, right? Let's see. We have halibut, eel, Atlantic mackerel, rainbow trout, sockeye salmon, swordfish, fish roe, tuna, chicken fat, herring, lard, bacon grease, pork, eggs, beef, liver, turkey. Now, Andrew, here, we have to get into this and just get it over with. Andrew and his business partner, we helped you guys yesterday. Mm Mm-hmm. You took us out to lunch. Mm-hmm. I was served a salad that was an absolute fucking disaster. Oh, mine was a delight. Now, I ate it all, and I didn't say anything because I didn't want to make a scene, but I was so disappointed in the presentation. It was a Caesar. The presentation? A Caesar with a salmon. Shit, you picture a nice hot piece of salmon. What? Caesar salad Caesar doesn't salad. come with salmon, does it? Caesar comes all dressed nice and Caesary, right? Okay. There's, you don't I have to dress your own Caesar. Isn't Caesar salad just lettuce with a Caesar like salad is a salad that you're eating and then you get stabbed. Oh, etu salad day. A real Caesar is a, a, a waiter in a fucking tuxedo comes oh, to your table with, with a big wooden hair. bowl. With a big wooden bowl, he's got lettuce and it's fresh. It's romaine and not the green flaky, uh, flippy. Um, what's the word? Leafy parts at the top. The real hearty romaine pieces. And he chops. He chops it up. Okay. Puts it in a bowl. Yeah. He adds oil. But you wanted to chop it up in front of you? He had some lemon. He has some uh, uh, Romano cheese. Some, some not sardines, anchovies. Oh, yeah, anchovies. Yeah. Okay. And he mixes. He adds some lemon and some salt, and he grinds some pepper in there. And he mixes. And he goes, here, here's your Caesar. Then he stabs you. I get a bowl of lettuce. Yeah, like just a shitty salad. <laughs> and what's on top of it? Now I'm expecting a nice, hot piece of salmon. It's the salmon that yeah. comes in the packs. You got smoked salmon. Yeah. I think it said smoked salmon, didn't it? Mm. I was still expecting a piece. I wasn't expecting something that I could have brought in my pocket. Oh, yeah? Okay. So well, I pulled out many brown pieces of lettuce. The salad was undressed. And I also watched two men that were not men that helped me build an appetite hover over this food before they gave it to us. 
What does that mean? Hover. Hover. They the food comes out. They put it on this little counter. They're cooking in a, oh, a like very the small kitchen or something. Okay, like yeah. open. And basically, kitchen. they had an RV kitchen. It was like a bar with yeah. a cooktop at the end of it. Yeah, and they weren't trying to hide anything because they're doing this all right out in the open. Oh yeah. But there is in a man who is not a man whose face or body type makes me hungry. <laughs> okay. Does nothing from and he's hovering. How did over. his dick look through his leotard? <laughs> he's hovering, o- pointy, and he's hovering over. He was very skinny. He was yeah. very pointy dick, and he's hovering over our food, hovering, waiting over for the food. like everything to be prepared to bring yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Unsanitary, you believe? I don't know. Or just not, not what you want. But I ate every bite. Yeah, I used all my dressing. That you I didn't had pay to get. for it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Who, who would I be to complain? Yeah, what, it, it does suck when you go to a place that looks as cool as that place did, and the food's not good. It looked cool if you think generic uh, hip things are cool. What, the whole place? True. Yeah. It was super yeah, hipster. Yeah, But the time I ate there before, I sat in this yeah, little outdo- outdoor area out back. It was really nice. You couldn't see pointy dicks hovering over you food. You could not. Nobody wants that. They keep. They try to keep everybody outside there so they don't see this guy. <laughs> hovering. I mean, you weren't even facing the guy. I was facing the guy, and I had a delightful meal. I got a Caesar salad. So No, you didn't get a Caesar. I got a salad. Yeah. Well, first I got deviled eggs. You got a Sands Caesar salad. Yeah. And the deviled eggs, they just put fucking carrots, shredded carrots on them. At first, I was angry. I went, is this carrots or just unmelted shredded cheese? Yeah. And I had one, and it was carrots, and I went, damn it, it's not cheese, but it's actually good. Oh, it was good. You were delighted. It was good. Okay. The presentation of everything, the presentation of everything was not good. The presentation of everything was not good. I thought it was fine. What I liked is I go to restaurants and I'll get a hamburger. They gave you just a fucking pile of stuff. Yeah. And said it was was a sandwich. It was kind of a terrible sandwich. I ate it with a fork and knife. Yeah. It was a huge, you would get the salmon too? You had salmon too. I had the smoked salmon sandwich that turned out to be like too much bread, which I eventually ate because... I ate it with a knife and fork, so I ate the salmon and the cheese and stuff because it was a big fucking giant pile of mess. And then at the end of it, I'm like, oh, there's still bread sitting here, so I'm going to try and eat that too. But I did have the home fries, which is just, you know, chopped up uh, potatoes. Is that the vegetable? And um, they were allegedly fried in beef fat as opposed to, you know, vegetable oil. Mm -hmm. So whether they were or not, no way to prove, but they were delicious. So I liked that part of it. Well, normally when I order a burger... And I, gotta, I like smoked salmon, so no matter what. I got to say, I want this burger, no bun. Yeah. And then if I'm if I'm being needy, I go, instead of a bun, just like make it into a salad. Nice. And I gotta, but I have to convert the burger into a salad. This place, they had salads, and then underneath the salads, they said, add a topper to your salad. Salmon, like bread. Uh-huh. Or a burger. Oh, add a burger to the top of your salad i go oh i don't have to ask for something that doesn't exist it already exists they set it up for me meat or a lamb burger and i go uh okay let's do that oh you had lamb delicious lamb is nice and fatty lamb is a good food and lamb is all grass-fed because it comes from new zealand usually i mean what if it doesn't Mm, i feel like do they it comes from new zealand or australia they don't it's the only place they have lambs it's where the U.S. imports a lot of their lamb from, those oh, okay. two countries, and they don't feed them grain there. What do you do in Scotland, then? For what? Oh, you eat haggis. Exports. Exports of what? Anything. They only export leprechauns. You know, maybe beer. they don't have lamb. Maybe <laughs> they, have, they, they have scotch eggs, right, instead of lamb. I feel like if you just 
Google image search Scotland, on the first page, you'll see lambs. Let's see. I'm going to Google search. Does it mean we're done with Pete and Pete or what? I I guess we can circle back. We can always circle back. You know what? We should have left that restaurant when they brought out our drinks and they had the cardboard straws. It's the first time I've ever had to use a cardboard straw. Not a fan. You'd have to leave a lot of restaurants then. Well, I only go to Taco Bell and they're still on total plastic. So Um, I I really don't like the idea of putting my mouth on paper products. Mm. Yeah, but it's probably better than plastic because at least you're not turning into a chick. Plastic is nice. Oh, fuck. You mean the the estrogens and such? Yep. God damn it. But it's so smooth and non-vitreous. I'm sure that that paper has to be coated with something kind of plasticky. Yeah. To make yeah, it. absolutely. It's got to be. Right? <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. it would just melt instantly. All right. I'm looking at pictures of Scotland. We've got a, a Scottish Highland cow. We've got a lot of beautiful That's just a vistas. lamb. That's just a fucked up looking lamb. That's a cow. You can't rename things lambs to win. Oh, back. right there. 38 photos in. We found a picture of uh, what are probably. Two of them. Not just one. Sheep. Two. Does Sheep it goats? say lamb? How? Wha- no, I don't know. No. Is there any way to tell the difference? All we know is lamb? that it's something that's white. They look like cows to me, and I have the worst eyesight in this whole house. <laughs> These really look like goats to me. I mean, it's got a horn. Okay, then goats. Then fine. Those aren't lambs. Sheep. Lamb. Sheeps have horns? No. I have no idea. Look at that sheep. Look at how big those horns are. So anyway, an lamb is grass-fed because it comes from New Zealand or Australia. People in Scotland. Oh, my God. Sheep have horns. Uh, don't eat it. No. That's why they're so skinny. Pete and Pete, are we going to finish this video or what? I really want to close it. I like closing windows. All I'm saying is I wished there was a there was a, a moment where I was like, I wish I was paying for this <laughs> so, so I could, could complain. Oh, geez. So you could yeah. yell well, waitress. Well, now I feel awful. Blood. No, no, no. Don't feel awful. No, it was I nice. even worse. It was, I, well, I was satiated. I le- Actually, no. Oh, my God. I went home and I started eating more. So right after, so right after I got home, I started eating more. What did you eat? Lamb. Uh, okay. Uh, I had this granola left over. Okay. So I I take granola and I put it in a bowl. It's best, good, good container for that, as opposed to like a sieve where most of it just falls out. Then I take vanilla protein powder and mix the granola and the protein powder together until it's like even consistency. Okay. Then I add almond milk. Just enough to make it about the consistency of oatmeal, but it's cold and it's sweet and vanilla-y. And crunchy. Then I'll add just a sprinkling of berries, mm. and that is a treat. So I had this leftover granola from when I was eating more carbs, and I was just like, I should finish this because I'm still very hungry. Mm-hmm. So I did. I did. Betrayed by Caesar. I it's usually the other way around. Yeah, hungry at all. I was quite satisfied. <laughs> and I moved on with life. Yeah. I didn't really have any thoughts afterwards. Yeah. yeah. But man, don't fuck up Brett Salad. <laughs> no, you know, and it's it was it wasn't about the two elderly men of color who were cooking <laughs> this stuff and then hovering yeah, over it. It was. No, it wasn't. The hovering was a little much, and I think it's like you don't sit in the middle of the place. Where people are waiting for their food and hover over the food. One of my, do, do you like being hovered over while you're eating? Would you no. like it if somebody Fox just hovered? Black people. This happened to me when we went to the the um, 
uh, Gabriella and I and her parents, we mm-hmm. went to the, um, what was it? The concert at the Polish club? Was It wasn't Polish. What were they? The one in Deutschtown. Germans. Right, we went to uh, the, oh, yeah. the Elks Club. Elks Club, the Elks yes. Club in Deutschtown. No sheep, no lambs, no goats. And they're having this beautiful. Hello, my is it? Am I alone? I really just kind of want to get on with this story. That's <laughs> okay. Stop interrupting, mate. He's got two points to make. <laughs> <clears throat> We, yeah, so they're having quesadillas. I say that sounds great at an Elks Club. Why not? You know who's gonna fuck I, up a quesadilla? I already told the story on the show about the quesadillas. What I might have neglected is these two nice men who are part of the concert. Right? They see that we're all lovely people, so they come over to talk to us because we've never been there before. The quesadilla comes. They hover. Mm. I can feel their breath going over my head back and forth as I try to eat this quesadilla. I'm putting my hand over it to keep breath out of it. (laughs) They were speaking to one another in German sign language saying, who the fuck orders a quesadilla from a German place? Well, her dad uh, is Mexican and I knew he wanted to try it. Why? Just so he could look down on them? No. He doesn't look down on anybody. Mm. Okay. If a German goes to Mexico Mm. and orders a schnitzel... (laughs) <laughs> Does that is that right? Is that they might do that for fun to try it out? I feel like they're just looking to feel superior. Well, always Mexican superiority. No German. If they went to Mexico, yes, but in this case, it was oh, a Mexican going yeah. to yeah Germany. Quesadilla is not the most complicated food, and neither is schnitzel. And I bet Mexicans can do schnitzel, and Germans can do quesadillas. Mexicans can do chorizo. Well. If they can do chorizo. Germans can do spatzel with cheese. Is that what it is? Spatzel. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just macaroni and cheese with a fancy t- I, like name. I think if you can do spatzel with cheese, you can do a quesadilla. And I think if you can do chorizo, you can do schnitzel. I think a German quesadilla is another name for pierogi. It can just be a quesadilla. People like, know how to cook. God. Yeah. <laughs> they can learn. Do you think we're the only country that has food from different countries? Yeah. Oh, my America's God. America's the melting pot. In Tampa, we went to this place called the Columbia Restaurant. Okay. It serves 1,700 people a day. Jesus. Oh. And the food was not great, but they had a very, like, kind of fusion-y menu. It had the Nina the Pinta the Santa Maria on the cover. Columbia for Columbus, who was Italian. Sailing for Spain. The murderer. The restaurant is supposedly Spanish. Okay. But it has little hints of Cuban and Italian. And this was a very nice menu. Which mm. one was Portuguese? Who was Portuguese? Of Columbus, well, Columbus was Spanish. He Columbus was Italian. For. Oh, Jesus. But didn't he sail for the Portuguese? He sailed for the Spanish. Oh. So the, who were they, who did the, what did the Portuguese discover? The Portuguese were yeah. sailors at that time. Ponce de Leon? Who was that? Spanish. I think the Portuguese went to Africa and fucked a lot of that place up. The Portuguese had a nice seaport. How did Brazil happen then? What? They, Nazis. They got out there. <laughs> the Portuguese got out there. But that's what I'm saying. Who? At that time. Who was the Portuguese guy? Uh, that's a good question. I don't. Th- there are probably lots of Portuguese guys. You attempt to spell Portuguese. Type it in. <laughs> Who was the Portuguese guy? <laughs> the word discoverer. Guy. Portuguese explorer. Did I spell it right? Portuguese. Portuguese. <laughs> nope. Oh, I only really got one letter wrong. The second letter. Yeah. I spelled Portuguese <laughs> instead of Portuguese. 
You know you're dating a Portuguese man when. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Six yeah. things to know about dating a Portuguese man. I'm closing that window. Uh, the Colombia. Yeah, yeah so, the, you know, uh, an eclectic menu from different places. Cuban. How is their salad? Great. They make it at the side of the table. Wow. And they give it to you dressed like a salad is like supposed the to be. Like Garden. Mm. No. <laughs> in Olive Garden, they make it. They get, they have a pool in the back, like a kiddie pool. <laughs> they take a big bowl and scoop it. Yeah, and they just make it all. They mix it all in there. Endless, endless salad. Yeah, how do you think it's endless? It's in a pool. Yeah, gross. <laughs> uh, so people from other places know how to cook. I don't like people hovering over me while I eat. I don't like people hovering over my food before I eat it, which was certainly the case at Beers Brewery. Beers Pub, War Street's Brewery. Uh, yeah, in Allegheny West. Which is not the War Streets. No. So you can't just... Oh, these lying fucks. Yeah, they're just trying to like, Bunch oh, of we're part of this cool yeah. thing. Yeah. Now, what was the point that I was trying to make? Uh, yeah, that I was unhappy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think we got that point down. We understood. And I looked at your food, and you couldn't have been happy. Uh, you could not have been happy with the presentation. I will say this. I don't generally get disappointed with food. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't really get too excited about food either. But I did start with the potatoes, not the sandwich. Usually I will start with the sandwich. But the sandwich I saw, it came with a giant pile of smoked salmon, brie, tomato, lettuce. The bun was off on the side with the aioli or whatever, mayonnaise probably. Mm-hmm. And all I could think about when I saw the smoked salmon was, damn, I wish this was a bagel with cream cheese and smoked salmon. Because mm. that is how I... Uh, prefer any smoked salmon, but I mean, like I don't know. It was it was free because Andrew uh, and his business partner paid for it, and I um I don't know. It was it was it was, was it food. free though? If we almost died moving <laughs> glass, yeah, wasn't it? Oh, we have to get to that. At some didn't point. they Maybe get the, the deal? Half. Yeah, I think. Yeah, we could have slit so many arteries if if that glass had gone wrong. Yeah, is my insurance going to cover that? Oh, like, I'm in the know. hospital in two pieces, yeah. and they're going, um, yeah, you shouldn't have done that. They're like, which one of these sets of toes goes on which <laughs> foot? We just have a bucket of toes here. Oh, man, that was... Uh, I was saying as we were walking, I've actually said this years ago. I said something like this on the show. I remember having this conversation. Osborne was here. And I was like, man, sometimes if like something dangerous happens, I go to bed that night, kind of replaying it, with like what could have gone wrong. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Years ago, Andrew and I went to this guy Trevor's house. Okay. Trevor who was on the show. Yeah. This is all when we were in New Hampshire. And we built a barn out yeah. of metal, giant metal pieces. Yep. Like there was like it was, a, uh, it was a steel structure with a corrugated like yeah. steel exterior. And mm-hmm. it was huge. It was pretty good size, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we thought we would be raising a barn like the Amish. It wasn't <laughs> like that. I mean, we should not have I think been doing this. And that night I went home and I remember going, that thing could have fallen and crushed so-and-so's face. Mm. Not, not, yeah, not yeah. a good thing. So last night what I get into thing? bed. What was I'm, the thing that could have fallen? It was like a big beam. Like oh, where yeah, a bunch of people beam. hoisting a beam. And then like if one of the straps on the beam breaks and it just falls yeah. on Andrew's face. Yeah. Yeah. So It would have crushed his face. So that uh, was one of these nights where we're, hand- we're, you know, this giant piece of glass. So anyway, was the meal really free is what I'm saying. <laughs> so You paid for it in anxiety. Yeah. But I slept great. I slept amazing last oh, night. Oh, yeah. A lot, so. of, a lot of effort expended. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think it was the Ebola on my lettuce. Yeah, absolutely. I will say this. Andrew, in your Airbnbs, feel free to buy some furniture that's lightweight for fuck's sake. I didn't. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, didn't buy any of this. Yeah. Well, mm. It was beautiful stuff, but god damn it. So we should just say we helped them move into this new place some stuff. This guy, Andrew's partner, found the best yeah. <laughs> dining room table in the world. Jeez, once once it was done being moved... We have a whole website that we could showcase this at. Yeah. Table. Portmanshow.com slash table. Yes. Oh, yeah. We'd have to do a show at the table. We could do it. Yeah. We could. Oh, yeah. We should. Next show. We should do it, but we have to do it. The audio in that room is going to be horrific, but we're going to have to do it dressed as lords and ladies. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. You ever see those movies? Probably just lords. Where there's like some powerful guy. Yeah. Sometimes the villain... So, sometimes the good guy who's been so successful that his entire family and all his loved ones have alienated him and he's now alone and now he sits uh, at this yes. giant family table yes. all by himself and his servant comes out and brings him a little egg and a little pedestal Poached. and he, and he hits the, the spoon on the top of the egg yeah. and he eats it by himself that's what I'm going to do at this table every day for the next <laughs> month yeah you got to get some like dramatic lighting going on and like you have the fireplace off in the the distance of that big room because you have a fireplace. Yeah, but right? I gotta paint the walls all dark brown or something. Are oh, you going yeah. to do that? Oh, oh my God, dark red. I no, don't think you should do that. Red. I'm not gonna paint the walls. That's a lot. That's a lot of work. Have you seen the size of these walls? I'm gonna eat at this table though. It'd be like tens of thousands of dollars in paint. I'm gonna sit at the head of the table. I'm gonna look way down it, and I'm gonna be alone. And uh, I'll come over. I live right there. I live right up the street. That's gonna ruin my whole vibe. I'll sit in the other room. Yeah. Okay. Good. You can be the servant. Bring him a good salad. No. Yeah. no. <laughs> I want to sit at the other end of the table. And we talk in accents. Pass me the salt. And Andrew's got the mixer on the table. <laughs> and we're talking in accents. And I'm like, so, hell yeah. Once, Once again. again. <laughs> what now, wait. Demon accent? I like that. Uh, I am. Um, who am I? Well. I'm the devil. <laughs> and... Well, you to make a deal. Do you mind if I come sit a little closer to you? This no. is you're very far away. Stay there. Hi, Andrew. Thank you for having me at your table. But give me that but salt. Did you have any choice in the matter? No. Just kidding. I'm Brad. <laughs> Fooled you. So, uh, yeah, we'll hang out there. But man, that glass—how dangerous! Table was great, though. So what was this? This was a uh, eight-seater. Eight what? Okay, yeah, so I mean, I've learned over time when you buy dining room tables, uh -huh. um, everybody just close your eyes for a second and think of whatever comes to mind when you think of a dining room table. You think of your childhood home dining room table. You think of your current apartment's little dinette table. Yeah. Right? I think of a ping pong table in my <laughs> dining nice. room. Um, Son of a bitch. So you have your dinette table, right? It's like a little tiny little circle or a tiny little square uh -huh. and you can fit like two stool type chairs near it yeah that's just like a that's a that's like a breakfast nook yeah. table breakfast table. and then yeah. you can you can grow to a like servants a table kitchen table which okay. is like a four-seater type yeah. thing. yeah then you can graduate to like a full dining room table which is like the six-seater right oh yeah nobody ever needs more than six you have this oval shaped table with six chairs around it and not all the chairs even match 
but you then, get your four seater at somewhere like Bed Bath and Beyond. Mm-hmm. But for the six, you got to go to like Bob's Furniture, or or you just end up going like the thrift store and you just grab some chairs that don't even match. What? No, you shouldn't. You, they they will have a set. You got to go thrifting, and you got to know how to paint. <laughs> oh, painting furniture is a hoot. Oh. Jeez, do I have the projects for you? <laughs> no, you what, what Brett do you mean? just said the wrong word. You don't have furniture to paint. He's got do a you? table to paint. There's six houses full of furniture to paint. No. Why do you want to paint it? Isn't it painted? No, not all of it. Why do you have unpainted furniture? I have paint. I have furniture that's been painted, but it needs repainting. Well, I mean, it used to be painted, but yeah. now it's that table we're discussing needed touch-ups. Oh, I wouldn't know how to do that. Oh, you just said it was the easiest thing in the world. Brown no, 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 marker. No, no, no. no. Uh, brown yeah, marker. Yeah, you could get away with just like a Sharpie, a brown Sharpie. I think you just rub gravy on it. Anyway. Yeah, gravy. I could tell yeah, you, gravy. when you graduate up to an eight-seater table like, yeah. like that that you would see in a manor, um, this shit's expensive. Now, I've been lucky. I'm not going to be impressed until you get up to 24 seats. Well, I'm getting there. Oh, I'm what? getting there. Because <laughs> uh, we started off three and a half years ago. I go, I can't afford a dining room table that seats eight people, but I need a dining room table that seats eight people. Yeah. So we found a big, heavy piece of glass that cost $175. Yeah. I found a $20, or no, a $15 desk that we put underneath the piece of glass. Yeah. And then I went to an Italian restaurant that was going out of business, and I bought their little Italian restaurant chairs for 10 bucks a pop. The, the, and that was my first eight-seater table. The, like, shitty steel yeah, they're terrible. restaurant. It looks awful. And this piece of glass it's is very like, heavy. Like an inch three thick, quor- three, three quarters quarter of, inch of an inch thick, thick. Yep. Uh, the kind of shit that would go on a skyscraper or something for a window. And you got it at this amazing place filled with hippies that still wear masks called Construction Junction. I was just there. I didn't wear a mask. Nobody yelled at me. <gasps> you but made it inside? It, yeah. Masks are over, I think, at this they point. They goddamn well are not well, at my We work, were there not too long ago anyway. with Danny and Alice, and we got yelled at, and then we left. Yeah. I yeah. was there. The, anyway, yeah. my point is that was our first experience with excruciatingly heavy glass. Second experience. Next house. Got chairs for 40 bucks a piece. Okay. Four times more expensive than the first chairs. <laughs> 40 bucks a piece. The table, uh-huh. I didn't know what I was going to do. I'm like, geez, I'm looking at these tables online. They're like 1800 bucks for like the cheapest one. I got lucky. Okay. I was buying fucking couches and dressers from a furniture store okay and they're like yeah we have this table but no chairs to match it nothing matches it 120 bucks what just because it's they huge. didn't have chairs yep how bizarre so i got that okay and then you found chairs that didn't match yeah and you said it works. i don't fucking care it works great it's eclectic then there's this other house that i set up mm-hmm. and i bought a whole set a matching set you put it together oh that one twenty two hundred dollars sweet Jesus. one of the cheapest sets i could get but, but but the leaf mechanism in that table is super fancy. I don't even remember. It's like fucking like an X-wing fighter or some shit flips around floppies and I have one tucks like away. That. It's, yeah, neat. it's amazing. Yeah, you pull up and it goes in. Yeah, so much engineering work. Oh, cool. That's why it's so fucking heavy. <laughs> but then this one recently, ah, uh-huh. the so most recent death-defying. The partner table. had looked up the retail value of this table. Okay, each chair. Was six hundred and fifty dollars? Oh my god! Brand new. The table was like thirty six hundred dollars. Wow. He paid six fifty for the whole, the whole thing. Th- 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 inconceivable. <laughs> yeah. 
The reason it was so cheap is because nobody was able nobody to can move, move it. it. Yeah, that's what it really is. And really, seriously, really anybody who bought it, it, they might have paid money for it. Then they go to pick it up and they go, yeah. can't do it. The that's table can't do it. My Prius? Wherever that table was, it got there. They were like, all right, it's used. It's dinged up a little bit. 3500 And while it seats eight, it seats more than eight. Oh? Two people can sit in every chair. <laughs> and then chairs, you can add yeah. more chairs. Yeah. yeah. If you add those smaller uh, restaurant chairs, like in your first house. Oh, I can see like 100. Get like 12, 13. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, if you just put folding chairs all the way around it. Oh, yeah. 25 people. Such a party. Everybody shoulder to shoulder, 25 people. Yeah. Most exquisite table I've seen. Every, like the details of it. The glass is superfluous, if you ask me. The glass is like a very thin piece of glass that yeah. goes on top it's of it. extremely thin. It was very wobbly. So the, the table, we should state. <sighs> what a nightmare. I'm never doing anything with that glass again. It's all wood. And then it's just got this eighth of an inch thick piece of glass that just sits on top. Yeah. For no real apparent reason. To protect the wood. I guess it protects the wood. Which I guess you would want to do if you had a table that cost you thousands upon thousands of dollars. So here's the thing with tables, okay? Mm -hmm. You want to see the wood. The wood is the nice part of the table, but you also yeah. want to protect the wood. Mm -hmm. So what a lot of people do is tablecloth. No more wood. Oh, yes. Just table. Any shitty thing could be under there. But you can't see it. So the glass allows you to see the table. Now, you know what a modern human being would do? Mm -hmm. Would They would get that beautiful brand new fancy wood delightful table and they would cover it with an epoxy resin boom protected you still get to see the wood you don't have to worry about shattering glass and destroying your toes see but i'm not a man who wants to buy a piece of furniture and then have to do something to that piece of furniture yeah the epoxy would probably cost more than the glass jesus epoxy super expensive but. i love painting and epoxying things shellacking do i yeah. have the jobs for you <laughs> Brett's now professional. Drop slacker. it all off at my house. And Have I'll you seen these floors? What floors? Any floor. <laughs> I've seen a lot of floors. I feel like any floor could use I some mean, shellac. We could look at a floor right now. That is a tricky business, though. Like shellacking a floor, like ceilings and floors. It's a trippy business because if you do it wrong, someone could trip. <laughs> right. That is true. Ceilings and floors are a little bit tricky as far as like refinishing is concerned. People should just know that. Yeah. If you're, if you're buying a, uh, home that needs renovation and you're like oh i'll do the floors and the ceilings mm. will you mm. oh off topic remind me to show you the old map the old map that sounds great the old map it's a pretty cool map yeah so this gigantic sheet of glass uh well first of all i guess we should state for the record <laughs> that this table was uh all one piece except for the legs and we attempted to move that as one giant With the leaf and the glass piece. attached to it. Uh, so there was quite the ordeal of trying to figure out how we were going to lift it, and it involved many a strap and a harness. <laughs> yeah. And we and tried to make harnesses for me and Andrew. Much yelling back and forth, and at some point, Andrew was basically trussed up like uh, like some sort of slave in a, you know, in like a, a fucking torture device underneath the edge Yeah, I was channeling table. my people from Egypt. <laughs> yeah, you were like... Fucking pulling a giant piece of stone with a harness. Uh, and then we eventually abandoned that after Andrew screamed out in pain that his spine had shattered. Um, and then we realized, hey, you know what's easier is taking things apart. 
and doing it in pieces. And I don't know if it was. But obviously it was. We got it done. Well, I mean, was. the table the table was lighter the wooden and easier yeah, yeah. to carry. We carried it was it very so easily. precarious moving the glass by yeah. itself. Yes, because oh, this glass, really it turns out like glass that. is super bendy. Yeah, I didn't and, like and scary that scary. It's a giant oh, sheet. Glass I wasn't scary. scared at all. I work with glass. That movie trope where, where there's men carrying a piece of glass with suction cups vertically across the street. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what was going on, except for we didn't have suction cups. And if you tried to lay that glass horizontally while just holding it with your hands... On either end, it because it's rectangular, the weight of its, yeah, it cannot, its own weight would yeah. have shattered it, yeah. Um, but yes, luckily there was no rollerblading people or delivery trucks that smashed through or any pratfalls that uh, occurred. And uh, can I just say this? Um, well, I knew we were safe because I knew there because there wasn't a crate like a a whole stack of crates of chickens nearby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because the car goes through the crates and boxes first in the alleyway, then they hit the glass. Uh, I just have to say, can you fucks buy some gloves? Like, what's wrong with you? Nobody ever buys gloves, and then they're all scared to handle glass. I wear some gloves. At no point was I afraid to handle glass. And. Oh, okay. I If I had gloves, I would have been like, fuck, sorry, I can't carry this thing yet. I take the gloves off. I'm only afraid after. Oh, okay. Which Not is during. weird. Yeah. You know? It's, like when you're when doing you, it. You, you roll through all the possible yes. horrible scenarios. All the things that could have happened. Yeah, I replay it with every bad thing yeah. going wrong. When you're doing it, you just got to fucking do it. You Usually know? wearing gloves for me when I move things works out great. <laughs> what? I, I don't know why you looked at me like that. The only issue. I laughed. The only real issue I've had wearing gloves was moving a fucking ping pong table that Andrew bought that came in a box that weighed 300 fucking pounds. That was a bad night. So I was looking at Brett because, Brett, mm -hmm. you just said, you know, sometimes you just got to do it. You just got to carry the thing and you get it done with, right? Mm -hmm. That's my take. And like yesterday when carrying things, whatever the heaviest things were, I went, okay, I'll be the one to carry this, but who's carrying it with me? Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, okay, I'll lead by example here. I'll carry the heavy thing. And my whole M.O. is I don't need to fucking prep and put gloves on to touch the thing. I can just lift the thing. Because if I have a glove on, I'm going to drop the things. I can't feel what I'm doing. I you can't get a grip on things. You also cut your fingers and so, stuff. Yeah, here's, here's the problem I'm running into. I'm starting to think that reality isn't what I want it to be. But uh, Well, it never is. <laughs> Having a nice pair of work gloves would be nice if you had a good, like, uh, you know, good pair where you could feel in them. Yeah, they're called mechanics wear. Mechanics gloves, gloves would be the, great. Yeah, they're Here's fucking the cheap as shit at Walmart. You put when you have a lot of stuff to carry because I've moved a lot and carried a lot of stuff. Uh -huh. Put a big belt on, right? And then you just set whatever it is like on the top of the belt. Oh yeah, I think I've done that before. Yeah, yeah, it, it works nice. It. it uh, transfers the load to your hips that seems precarious no 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 because you're still holding it it's not like you're trying to balance it on your belt buckle okay yeah i mean you still have your arms around it yeah you're not just going no hands <laughs> exactly and wiggling right. your hips and then you walk up to the lady and you go what's in the box it turns out to be your wreck dick yeah so normally i'm just like let's go so you're angry at people to prepare no gotcha. yeah. i'm just i'm angry at myself because i think old age is catching up to me because I'm just like, okay, here's a big heavy dresser. Who wants to carry this with me? Like, I'm not going to just say, you guys carry this. I'll carry it. Yeah, it's your dumb I'll, furniture. Yes, I'm going to do as much as I can. <laughs> so this is the heaviest piece. Uh -huh. I'll get one end. Somebody else get the other end. And uh, so I get the other end, or I get the one end, right? And we carry it, and we go. And I did this, and at the end of the day yesterday, I had a very sore foot because a thing got jammed into the top of my foot. 
Oh, okay. Like the bottom of your foot's kind of strong. You should have been wearing a glove. It sounds like gloves <laughs> will fix your problems. <laughs> the top of my foot, man, it's fucking in lots of pain. That is uh, uh, not fun, yeah. And my back is fucked because I heard it at the gym and then really heard it yesterday with that table. Oh, sorry to hear. Just because I was bent over so long in that harness, just waiting <laughs> for everyone else to get situated. You know what you should have tried? Kneeling. Oh, yeah. You could have just kneeled. I don't think I had enough room. Was trying to, no. no. We were inside of a trailer. Yeah, I was like stuck in, in a, a corner. In a um, box trailer. Yeah. And then also last night, we played some ping pong at the end of the night. Oh. My wrist hurt real bad. Oh, I no. almost couldn't <laughs> play ping pong. And it still hurts. But I can still play ping pong. You need wraps. You know about wraps? If I start using I like wraps, I'm going to always need wraps. No, no, no. You're not. Well, yeah. I mean, but yeah. But now that's the <laughs> it's time. It's like chapstick. Yeah, but no, but yeah. This is the time of your life that you're at where you I, wrap. I don't need chapstick and I don't need wrap, dick. <laughs> you might not need chapstick. Well, I did. I mean, this brings me back to when I, uh, Andrew and I moved into this house. I severely fucked up my knee and I had quite the difficult time for oh, yeah. uh, like a week getting up and down stairs and shit. That was not fun. It is not fun when you injure yourself. No, but this is the problem. I'm not supposed to be the one getting injured because yeah. I'm supposed to be fucking cares to the wind. Everything's fine. Yeah. I Everyone else gets hurt. I do nothing to prepare or protect myself, yeah. and I move on just fine. And what's wrong with all of you? It's catching up to you, buddy. How is this changing? Uh, Why is this happening to me? Because that's like the kind of... Uh, that's what gets old. a person injured. Since when? Never, cares to the never wind? Never for me. Cares to the wind? Never before. Lucky you. Here what, you are. What yeah, happened I all guess. of a sudden in, in 2022 that this is a thing? Yeah. I hurt my hip <laughs> doing deadlifts when you hurt your back, but then it went away. So. Ooh, I, was, I was so nice and sore the next day. I felt it all through my posterior chain. I really want to be able to do deadlifts at home just like any time I want to. Just walk up and go, and do a deadlift. You can do it with the bands. No, that's gay. I want, Wait, why? I want why is that giant, gay? Because I want pieces of steel to drop. At the end of the deadlift, you stand up and you go, ah, and you drop it. And it goes, Bam. you can snap the bands right into your feet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> go, ow, <laughs> my feet. Does this show have a break or do I have to piss my pants? No, it does. We have to finish Pete and Pete. All right, we're going to finish Pete and Pete and go straight to the break. This doesn't really Next, translate. Let's work All on right, your so upper now body. Pete is going to lift, or this guy's going to lift. It's your favorite thing, Artie. Here's, Here's an lifting the house finally an hour later. Right at home. He's standing First, outside the house at the corner. By the corner, like so. He grabs the side and your knees and lift in an upward direction. I'm Jack Malane. All rolled into one. He's making goofy faces and strains. The house tilts. Everyone falls to the left. Lifting your house or your neighbor's house is great for your upper abs. Super realistic. They just. I feel like it was just the camera that moved. <laughs> he put it back down. I don't know if I... All right, so I'm not following why this is this is good. I mean, because I, Andrew was three when he saw it. I'll watch an episode. I, I see how this would appeal to a three-year-old. Well, it's got a break!
of the show. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to the second half of episode 517 of Poor Man's Shoe. Very giggly. During the break, if you weren't in the live stream, if you, you weren't, didn't, you didn't hear about how I'm. Get out! I'm a baseball guy now. I'm a baseball guy. I got to hang out with baseball people. I got to deal with them. I got to take their money. Yeah. I got to show them around. Show them a good time. Now that's your fault. You didn't have to do any of that. I know, but it kind of seems like I should do it for the show. Oh yeah, for the show, do it. And the money, especially the money. <clears throat> we also did this thing where it's like, could I pass as Andrew? Yeah. Could I be Andrew once in a while? And then you guys, uh, you, you're both wearing hats now. And I think, I think to the uh, to the untrained eye, you know, because this guy is not white. What color are your eyes? Hazel. Okay. <laughs> Mine are very blue and noticeably Shit. blue. Sunglasses. Yeah. There you go. Just ask uh, all the time. Wear sunglasses. But no, you got white faces and like you can't tell them <laughs> apart. Yeah. Yeah. You know what sealed the deal? Not white. Mustaches. Oh my god. Mustaches. Can't grow one. Get a fake one. I bet you could grow a mustache. They would just think we're Mario. And <laughs> <laughs> Luigi, maybe. So anyway, yeah, if they saw us both together, but that would it would already be too late if that happened. So, uh, yeah, that's interesting. I want to tell you guys about uh, where I was last week. Where were you? I was in Florida. America's top state. And yeah. bottom. And we had an interesting thing happen. So just a quick rundown on the trip. Gabriella and I go to Florida. We fly from Pittsburgh to Miami. On the way out, we are delayed at the Pittsburgh airport for eight hours. Holy moly. Eight hours. American Airlines. uh, There are more ordeals on the way home. And that is where the, that's the part of the story that I really, really like. But I text my dad, because that's one of the people that we're going down there to see. I was like, yeah, this flight's delayed at least three, maybe five hours. Wound up being eight. He said, you should see if they have an Admiral's Club there. Oh, the Admiral's Club. You're not on a boat, though. Is like for the VIPs of American Airlines, like the VIP travelers. So first class people or just rich people? For first class and like VIP, it's like a service that you pay for. Maybe if you've flown enough miles with them, you get a membership. So we go up there with all our luggage. And I go, our flight's delayed. We'd like to come in and hang out here. The woman goes, are you members? I said, no. She goes, okay. She spit in your face and said, yeah. (laughs) She's like, it's $60 a day. I say, no, our flight's delayed. We'd just like to come in and hang out here until we get on the plane. She goes, I can't do that because then I would have to let everyone in. I said, how many other people have come and asked to come in? And she did not have an answer, and she let us in. (laughs) Wow, that's amazing. So I'm equally impressed and angered by that. Why are you angered by it? Because if I paid for this club and they let fucking you riffraff in. I'm not riffraff. I'd be furious. Do you know what a compliment I am to any club? (laughs) Uh, Not at all. Yes, I am. You are. Now, did we eat? A bunch of food? Yes, we did. Well, did you yell about of, the salad? Did I vape in there? Yes, I did. Oh, nice. Did... Yeah, how was their salad? <laughs> I did, it was fine. You know what? They had salad. They had a buffet. It was fine. <laughs> we ate breakfast there. We ate lunch there. We had coffee there. We vaped there. Um, we how, used how was the bathrooms the, how there. How was the toilet? Uh, damn it. That's what I was getting at. Did you poop in there? Now, the toilets. Did you... Poop no, on an ad- I, it's very hard to poop in these situations for me. Poop if on there was, an admiral. If there was ever a place it could have happened, you go into this bathroom, so much privacy. The toilet, the stalls have doors. I mean, like, full doors. 
Oh, like full not, doors not that just close. Shitty just, partition. No, that's the best. Close a door. You go in there. You go. Ah! <laughs> I don't even know if anyone would hear you. I don't even know. So it was the ideal place to happen, but it didn't happen. So this is like the inaugural experience of this trip. And uh, we get on the plane. We get to Miami. We rent a car and we go to the hotel. Very cool hotel. Very bad service. Uh So because we're kind of fatigued at this point, we say, let's just eat at the hotel. Then we'll go to South Beach. Can you say the name of the hotel? It was like uh, Embassy Suites or something like that. So it was a chain, like a... It wasn't yeah. like a Miami thing. But it was, it was just a, a big, huge, tall building, balconies, pool. It was very uh-huh. right by the airport. The, it's at the end of the runway. And the jets are just screaming by as they take off. It was absolutely amazing. It's a terrible, terrible, cool terrible for a design. Bit, but then you go to sleep. Into- yeah, I did not oh, get a good night's sleep. sleep because a jet takes off from that airport every four minutes. <laughs> and it's just big, beefy screamers just going right over your head, like 767s, international flights and shit. Yeah. So um, so I did not get a restful night's sleep, but every time a plane flew over, I was just delighted. So at the hotel, we noticed that there is a problem with service, where you're trying to get service from somebody who, you could be trying to give people money. Like, I want to order a Diet Coke. I want to order food from this restaurant. And people just walk away from you, right? Every time we tried to order, like she had people when she was checking in, she was having trouble at the desk, Gabriella, um, people walked away from her. When I'm trying to order food or find out how to order food, people are walking away from us. Finally, we get somebody who will take our order, right? I say, okay, we would like chicken wings. And she goes, "Uh uh-huh, and walks away. Mid-order. So I clap my hands and I say, (laughs) on principle, we are not eating here. We are not... Uh, getting food at the hotel. So we go out. Now, where the hotel is and where the airport is in Miami, there's not, it's kind of like an industrial area. That's like where airports are a lot of times. Yeah, yeah. The airport and a bunch of hotels and a bunch of industrial stuff and a bunch of car rental places. Swamps. But we find this outdoor Cuban diner. Mm. Oh. Very dirty. Oh. Very Cuban. How much hovering? Well, so I have this first picture of uh, Gabriella there sitting at the counter. This is our food. This and looks like Nicaragua. Yeah. <laughs> and she. And you, you can even see in the back. They like, don't even have Heinz ketchup. Nobody there speaks English, including her, apparently, once we get to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> she completely stops speaking English. Um, like because she's like just went retarded or she spoke another language? No, no, no. Because ever, she kept... So it was really funny when we were in Tampa, like her uncle, who is her dad's like maybe i don't know 12 brother yeah but it's like his 12th or 13th sibling her dad is the oldest of 17 (laughs) yeah catholic i uh, presume so her uncle every time he sees somebody like anywhere that he thinks speaks spanish he'll just start talking to them in spanish you know, huh, okay. or say like, Viva Mexico or something like that. <laughs> and then he'll strike up. So so we met people just by the fact that they were Hispanic and her uncle talked to them. Okay. Like we were in a hot tub at one point oh, yeah. with uh, just this Hispanic woman uh, and, you know, her husband who didn't speak Spanish. But uh, uncle, she's uncle just kept talking to people in Spanish and we kept making friends. Well, that seems like the kind of folks to be in Miami with. What's the Spanish word for uncle? Tio. Tio? Tio and Tia. Oh. Uncle and aunt. There you right, go. Never mind. Well, I mean, these are basic well, Spanish. Wow, okay, great. I had an idea, but it doesn't work. You could have Oh. What, what are you thinking? Hermano? Hermano? No. Hermano? That's brother. 
Padre? Madre? Okay. So here we are on the first night, and there is Gabriella eating a Cuban sandwich, the elusive now, Cuban sandwich. This, which, is just, this restaurant is just a big bar. Yeah. You just sidle up to a bar outdoors. It's like very, an outdoor Cuban, yeah. diner in kind of a crummy area in Miami, and it's just filled with uh, various Hispanics. And for anyone who doesn't know, like when you go to Miami, there's two Miamis. There's three Miamis. There's the Miami by the airport, which is just kind of like used this. car dealerships and like yucky suburban yuck. Okay. And then there's like ghetto Miami, which is like, oh, that's where you get shot for drugs. Haiti. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's South Beach. And it's like, oh, this is what Bel Air wishes it was. Yeah. That's the Miami people think about. Right. Yeah. But the I've been good. in Miami twice in the past. 15 months uh-huh both times with uh young alex mm-hmm. both times alex seeking out a certain meal taco bell yeah now the thing hanging out of gabriella's mouth right here is what alex is looking for and it turns out it's a very easy thing to find a cubano yeah now what is a cuban sandwich right it is it's gross ham. it's a ham what? sandwich it's just a ham sandwich with cheese and maybe one other thing oh there's like pickles too i feel like they're delicious i've had one once it's from fine a but it's not something you it's should have special. to look for yeah, for you, 2 hours you shouldn't put your friends through hell as you oh, see, I, I, sit down at multiple different restaurants and decide, oh, there's no Cuban sandwich here or this Cuban sandwich isn't Cuban enough for me see i don't have the context of being uh inundated with Alex's insanity at a restaurant so here in we Miami. Are. So. Right. So here we are. <laughs> I get it now. You should just uh, force him into a Taco Bell next time he does that. She's eating the Cuban. You can see the other half of it on the plate there. We're also eating plantains with rice. That's what's right in front of her. And we okay. have some ceviche, which, which is what? like a cold seafood mixture in some kind of a, I don't want to say a broth, but like a vinegar base. Oh. So it's like shrimp. Uh, octopus, mm. maybe some scallops, and maybe some fish pieces. Okay, so point. when we were in Nicaragua, mm-hmm. ceviche kept coming up, and I said, yeah. what is this shit? And I've yet to, to, to uh, See, try it. So I still I'm don't know, curious. even though Brett just explained it. Yeah, you don't know. I what, still don't know, because many years ago, back you don't know in what octopus is? 2005 or six, some Mexican I worked with explained to me that ceviche was Spanish for puke. Hello. They explained it to me that ceviche, like, oh, I got so drunk last night from all the cervezas, <laughs> and ceviche came up. Yeah. Weird. And uh, so in my brain, there's no way I can see the word ceviche on a menu and not think, oh, I don't want to order vomit. Mm. Okay. Maybe, um, maybe they say that because it does it look like vomit? No. Uh, oh, okay. Mm, could it? Could it? Well, if you ate it and then threw up. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but so there's something that sketches me out about eating ceviche at this place, right? Because it's like, how old is this seafood? How long has it been sitting around? I think we even ate it in the car like the <laughs> next day as we were driving to Sarasota. Okay, well, that's when you forgot you. it in the car overnight. Not overnight. And it would have actually, it was cold enough that it would have been okay in the car overnight. Our hotel had a fridge, so we put it in there overnight. And then it sat in the car for like a couple hours before we started digging it into uh, digging into it the next day while we're driving to Sarasota, which is a couple hour drive. So there's uh she's a very durable woman. She can eat things that are old and you know, that seems always fine. 
You know, she's the ceviche of women, <laughs> of Mexicans. So we That's have translated this meal. from English for puke. She's the puke of women. We go to Sarasota. I, I'm skipping over a lot. I'm not going to tell the whole story, right? We go to Sarasota. We hang out with my dad, who's become even more insane. We'll come back to that at the end. We have a great conversation, though, about some of his business successes and failures. We're there for a couple of days. It's a weird, challenging, interesting experience. We go on to see her uncle and aunt in Tampa, and I meet one of her other Tio aunts. Tia. Tio and Tia. And I meet one of her other aunts, who is a delightful and Tia woman. And Tia. Yes, or no, just a Tia, no Tio. Um, and a bunch of kids, a bunch of like people's kids. Okay. Right? We're there yeah. for a couple days. Family. Nino, Ninos and Ninas. Just say family. <laughs> totally chill. Yeah, yeah. familiar. Muy frío. We. I'm translating for our Mexican listeners. On the last day, we wake up in Tampa. We go for a nice walk. We have a nice yogurt breakfast. And we hit the road to go back to Miami to fly out that night. Okay. Our flight's at like 7.50. Queso de leche. Now, I'm always like, I like to get to the airport. <laughs> Jeez, I don't like to be rushed at the airport. I don't like getting to security like an hour before the plane takes off. I.e., you're not Andrew. How early do you like to get to the security? I'd like to be at security an hour and a half before the plane takes off. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It's, I like getting there early, too. I know, I know. I get it. Because the anxiety of being late and missing a flight is just too much. But the feeling of getting there too early and then just sitting and waiting, like, I could have been not here. Well, so that was the thing. So I pushed it at the end because, like, I was like, all right, I want to get to Miami. I want to make sure. Because, like, you just think of, like, you take an inventory of the things that could go wrong. Airport security. Problem returning the rental car. And you just kind of, like, say, all right, I want a buffer. Because it's a flight. And yeah. you can't control when the plane's going to take off. I just want a buffer of like 45 minutes. So we get there early and I'm like, I know she doesn't want to go right to the airport and sit at the airport and eat some shitty food at the airport. Mm. So I say, even though it's cutting it close by my clock, let's go back to the Cuban diner. So we do. Oh. And she is happy as a clam in ceviche. And you're stressed <laughs> out. Now, no, no, I actually, I was really glad we did it. I was really glad that I challenged myself and like pushed it like beyond just a, maybe just a level. little yeah. bit beyond what, what I wanted to do. So then this is, this is the beginning of the trip, this photo uh -huh. that we're looking at. Now we go to the second one. This is a video of the return and their sound. Oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> She's talking in Spanish and ordering. She can't think of the word. So look at how happy she is. She couldn't yeah. be happier. <laughs> so, so this is about within two hours of the plane taking off. She looks great. She's happy. She's healthy. She's a good color, right? <laughs> That's like racist. her skin, like her, oh. her skin tone. She looks happy and healthy. We drop off the rental car right after this. We Uber to the airport. We get through security. We're sitting at the gate. The plane's taking off at 7.45. We're going to be in bed by 11.30. All of a sudden. Let me guess. Oh, no, Brett. Ceviche. She. She goes, I feel like some kind of tire just coming over me. Now, this all escalates extraordinarily quickly. The next thing I know. She's lying on the floor, 
the next thing I know, this is again, this is the most durable woman I've ever seen. Mm. On the get plane, sick? No, no, no. We're at the gate. Oh, so as they are getting ready to board the first group for this flight at seven forty-five, she is lying on the floor, and she has turned a color that has people coming up to oh, us no. and going, "Is there anything I can do, Verde, to help you?" Not Verde. <laughs> Um, Naranja. Oh, what color is that? I don't know. <laughs> no. The, what's yellow? Amarillo. Amarillo. She had turned Negro. Amarillo. Now, I didn't want to tell her how Amarillo she was. Yeah. But... But she could probably tell because people were coming up to ask if she was alive still. She was like the color of arroz. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Spanish arroz. Which those, I think is rice. Are those rice. yellow? Rice. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Not white rice. Like saffron rice. But going from the color of white rice to Spanish rice. Yeah. <laughs> now, I don't want to tell her about this. So I get her to sit up, and I'm just rubbing her back, and she goes, I'm going to be sick. And I go, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay. But You don't have that choice. But whatever. You don't get to be sick. <laughs> no, neither did she. No, I'm saying you don't get to, you don't. No, but I, said, I think I was saying sick. that in my head. And I'm just like, all right, we're going to get, whatever it is, we're going to get through it. Everything's going to be fine. We're going to get home. We're going to get home. Everything's going to be fine. So I'm just trying to comfort her and reassure her. And at that point, she feels comforted and reassured enough to puke right on the floor of the airport at the gate. Wow. Ceviche. Okay. Ceviche. You can see the shrimps. Now, I get her to uh, to the bathroom, and she goes in. And at this point, like I'm calm, but like my heart is racing because I've let I don't know what's wrong with her, and I've let her go into a bathroom of strangers by herself at the Miami airport. Yeah, I you're helpless. You can't do anything, yeah. and I can't go in and check on her. So I'm just pacing back and forth outside the bathroom, waiting to like, and then just looking. I start looking for a woman while everyone is masked. Oh, by the way, if you're sick, you definitely don't have to wear a mask at the airport. <laughs> if, if you're, if you're uh, uh, Amarillo, you can walk around without a mask. And Brett just I yells, like yeah, I hate it, Mark. It's <laughs> I need a woman. So I started like looking for somebody who looked friendly enough that I could say, hey, there is a woman in there wearing a red sweatshirt, mm-hmm. and I need to know if she's okay. And this She is after, might be vomiting violently. Yeah, and this is after like five minutes of being in there. So she comes out. She goes, I'm okay. Oh, nice. But after she had puked. Uh-huh. It's not bien. And a couple of people had taken note of us. Please tell me somebody slipped. There is a, the no, everybody, oh, okay. everybody moved out of that area <laughs> real quick, right? And we're, her and I are just sitting there. A man who is dressed much better than the other people who work at the American Airlines gate comes up to us. He's wearing a suit. He's got a badge. Right? Uh, not oh. a cop, but no? some kind of like, he's like mm. the gate supervisor, right? Okay. <laughs> He goes, I'm not going to put you guys on this plane. Oh, no. He goes, I can't chance it. And I, and I said, so because at this point, he might just think she's like shit-faced, right? Or she has Ebola. Or something like that. So he prints us up boarding passes for the next flight. And now American Airlines sucks shit. They, they cannot <laughs> get a plane off in time no matter what. So at this point, our flight is already like a half an hour late to board. Like, so much time is, like, just transpired in her, like, sickness. Okay. Um, that the next flight is actually coming up in, like, an hour. So he prints us out a couple of boarding passes. We 
barely make it. I was worried we weren't going to make it on that flight because she has to like sit down against a wall. More people are coming up. This guy named Eric from Pittsburgh, <laughs> older guy. Oh, Eric. He, I say, I need, he said, do you guys need help? I say, can you sit with her and make sure she's okay while I go try to get us pre-boarded? Mm-hmm. So I go up. I say, my wife, that's what I call her. To Mi esposa. Mi esposa. <laughs> to um, when, when she's not around, right? Because I, th- I think that we've had this discussion. I need to earn <laughs> calling her my wife by marrying her. But, but when uh, you're trying to get service. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's like play I, that game. Yeah. Well, if you just say my girlfriend, you sound like kids. Or if you say. Or, uh, or you're this, just making it up. This random vomity lady I'm with. Yeah. I'm stalking. <laughs> yeah, they're not you know, the person I'm stalking. <laughs> so I say she has become ill. I don't know what it is. She seems okay now. I'd really like to get her on the plane first. And they say, oh, oh, absolutely. And they write our name on a list. So then it looks like the plane's about to board. So I get her up and she is like, I'm holding her and she's like leaning on me to basically, it feels like she's doing it to stand up, but she says she's okay. Okay. And I trust that she's okay. But I'm, I'm basically just like, I have my arm around her. We stand there like that. For fucking a half an hour, oh, at wow. least, and then the gate opens, like the the um, the jetway opens. The jet- okay, yeah, yeah. They go, Mister Vanat, and I take and this, Esposa. <laughs> take this, Esposa <laughs> Bacano. I take her right up. We get right on the plane first. We sit down. I'm so relieved, and she seems like she's kind of she seems okay, right. I um, hope you collected some bags, some uh, paper bags I did. from other seats on the way. <laughs> as soon as we sat down, I grab all the bags, right? <laughs> so then people start boarding the plane. Mm-hmm. Lady with dog. Baby. Oh, Lady with dog. Baby. You go, these can't all be veterans. Man <laughs> with dog. Oh. So it's not just that there's dogs on the plane. But there are the people who need the dogs. And a man needs a dog? Yes. The people that think they need the dog. And the man kept like moving around and seeing, like showing his butt crack. (laughs) We are seated next to a woman. Okay. A worse Amarillo than Gabriella was at her sickest. Just as her natural color. Oh. With the shittiest little dog. Uh, and I'm being nice because we had to sit next to each other for about they, – they said this flight was quick. They said they were going to do it in less than two and a half hours, which I thought was great. Um, but Direct flight? Yeah, um, direct flight. Okay. So we're in a plane filled with dogs and babies and the people who need dogs allegedly, on a plane. Allegedly. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, allegedly. Mm-hmm. So it's a dog flight. It's, it's, it's <laughs> you know, dog plane. Yeah. Andrew clicks his pen. <laughs> Canine Airline. I don't know. <laughs> Help. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson's real mad about these dogs on this plane. <laughs> the, the tarmac in Miami must be absolutely enormous because we are just driving this plane around for fucking ever <laughs> waiting yeah. to take off. And it's, it's like in these fits and starts. Lurching and Fits forward. and starts and lurching. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think this plane is okay. Right? Or this pilot is okay. And then it's just like... He had the ceviche, too. Oh, I was going to (laughs) say... Finally, finally, the plane takes off. Okay. Just barely missing your hotel. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the runway. (laughs) Just barely. It just crashes through the roof, and we're we're off. Um, We wind up, I think, getting home 
and getting in bed like just before 2 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. And then to get up and work the next day. Oh, no, that's the worst. So. How was she the next day? Fine. She was fine. By the time, like, by the time the plane was in the air, she, and I kept saying, are you okay? Are you doing okay? Uh, she had ginger ale. Yeah. Um, Why does ginger ale help? It doesn't. It's, I it's think psychosomatic. It's a My grandmother yeah. it's a would placebo. always say this. It's a placebo. I'm like, you don't know anything. You're afraid of everything, and you think ginger ale is the cure all for everything? Yeah. Because ginger settles your stomach, but ginger ale doesn't have ginger in it. Yeah, it's just sugary water. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's just a placebo. Maybe ginger beer. It's just something that everyone who was around in 1959 heard. Yeah. And they just, just repeat it. Just a, over a ridiculous over. wives' tale. Well, the bubbles and the ginger, it had ginger in it when people started saying that. Like Ed Sullivan promoted this or something back yeah, in the day. Yeah, it was before high fructose who heard that. corn syrup Yeah, that, and artificial flavors. So now that's what it is. So, so uh, avoid the ceviche. I don't know if it was that because it passed so quickly that, that could she, have been she actually uh, had. She these, threw it up. I know, but that still like usually you have to digest a little bit to get food poisoning. Yeah, they say that food poisoning usually takes several hours to really kick in. Because we really could have, like, if she had thrown up into like a little to-go cup, I could have gone up to somebody and be like, "Hey, you want ceviche?" <laughs> <laughs> it's no longer cold for some That's reason. That's what it looks like in my mind. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. Where did you eat prior to the Cuban? Oh. Mm, uh, we hadn't, we, when we got to, what, one of the really nice things is once we got to our aunt and uncle's house, they, uh-huh. cooked, they cooked for us. Oh, there you go. Mm. They say most food poisoning happens in the home. Mm, maybe. Mm. But. Did they cook their ceviche? But after she threw up, she was, she was like on a very speedy road to recovery. Like, mm-hmm. I was really, really worried about... Because I was just like, when, when she first became sick, even before she threw up, yeah. I was about to go back on my um, uh, app and look for hotels. Oh, like, yeah. Like, we're, we're not even going to risk it. Like, because now that... Yeah, once she threw up and we were approached by the gate supervisor... Yeah, that seems like a sign. I was just going to... I was going to be like... Because I went up to the um, the desk and I was like, just tell me, like, what are the next five flights to Pittsburgh? You know? Because I don't know which one we're going to be able to get on. Yeah. But we got on the next one filled with dogs. <laughs> and it was fine. We got home. I think she even ate a cookie. Oh. She wasn't that bad then. Yeah. <laughs> American <laughs> Airlines gives out shitty little cookies. The bis- yeah. The little... The biscotti? Is that what it is? No. She ate know. a Parmesan That's... crisp. She's like, let me have a Parmesan crisp. I'm like, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so, <laughs> You're not wasting one of my crisps. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is about air travel. Like, it's such a prison experience yes. that like it's the ideal the airports are the ideal state yeah and like they they hand you the little cookie packet and it just seems like this is the greatest like life will be no better when this, when this <laughs> yeah, is gone right. this is the best life is ever gonna get again yeah because i'm just stuck here forever yeah eventually you're gonna eat a cookie and then crash in a fiery death yeah and how hard would it be just to have like a regular sized diet coke like a 12 ounce <laughs> why do you have to why do they gotta pour it in the cup I don't want it out of the cup. I want it out of the can. No, I, I make them give me the can. Do you? Yeah. I don't drink soft drinks, so I've never. I don't know. I did fly so first only... class last time from Miami, so it wasn't that bad. And I got to sit in the. And out of all the airports to be first throwing class, up and yeah. stuck in, you, you should have called me because I could have directed you to the smoking lounge and you could have just chilled out. I was almost thinking about that because I wanted to vape. Yeah. You could have sat there and got whatever you want and chilled out as long as you bought a water. And we had bought. Yeah. And we had bought cigars in Tampa. So, could you smoke cigars in this place? Probably. In the smoking yeah. lounge, yeah. It is outside. Oh, oh, lovely. Oh, okay. It's like an elevator shaft 
in the middle of building. <laughs> like imagine like an elevator shaft size footprint with no roof. Yeah, but I don't even and know if we're in the right sit. terminal. I don't even know if we're in the right terminal. Yeah, it's, a lot of times international is the only way you can get into those. Nope. D. Terminal D. D? D? Where the D gates are. Oh! By D24. We were in D. We were at D. Oh, my God. He was at D. Oh, oh, my God. I was at D. I was flying to Pittsburgh, too. He's in <laughs> D. I'm in, we're all in D. Here's the thing, though. D20. Once she gets, once she has this sickness, I'm like, all right, at least we're here. At least we're seated. They get on the thing. And they go, ah, we're changing you to gate D17, which was like a quarter of a mile <laughs> you down the terminal. Right past the smoking lounge. Yep. Mm. But. I, Whoa, you could have. I couldn't be like this to this little yellow lady, like, hey, you mind if we stop and smoke? Yeah, maybe she, maybe it would have helped her out. I don't know, maybe, yeah, maybe she would have liked a cigar at that point. Nothing's like a, a cigar after But you, you missed your chance to run down one of those guys in the golf cart and say, hey, I thought about my that wife too. is dying. Can I you please we golf cart us that. to the next Just run around yelling, my wife. <laughs> yeah. My wife is dying. Oh, if you say with an accent, you can probably get whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But they put us, they they put us uh, on, they said Mr. Vinat and put us on the plane first. And all somebody had to do was barf to make yeah. that happen. That's not a perk, in my opinion. I hate getting on the plane. I, uh, I tried to get on the plane last. That is the best way to do it. On last, Mainly off be- first. But that's because I do not fit in aircraft seats well, and they're very uncomfortable. And you so fly uh, first class. I've done that once, and I, you know, they. Where'd sit- you fly? Uh, one time, I think when I flew home or to New York or some fucking where I don't remember. I think I flew home from New Hampshire, like maybe when my brother got married or some shit, and I said, "Oh, it's not that much more for a first class seat." So I got the first class seat. They always want you to get on first because you're first class. And I go, uh, no, I don't want to be sitting longer than I need to. I can walk around and pee in a decent restroom <laughs> and get a snack. And I don't have to. Mind if I walk around and pee? Yeah. <laughs> I just walk circles around the people vomiting and pee <laughs> on their vomit. Um, but no, like, like I don't want to go onto a first-class seat and sit there and let all the plebs wander by and go, ooh, look at this fucking asshole first-class. But the real problem with getting a first-class seat if you are flying within the United States is that it is not a first-class seat. Not great, yeah. You get a drink, and that's it. Maybe oh, a sandwich. Oh, I didn't get a drink. Like you get I'm afraid of nothing because I don't want a ceviche on the plane. You get a barely better seat. That's yeah, it. I was sitting there in my better seat. Very and disappointed. I go, There's plenty of space here, but I still feel like I'm on a bus. Yeah, exactly. Well, the other thing, when you drink on a plane, you get drunk. Do you? Yeah, because the altitude. So yeah. one time, I don't. I, I don't really like drinking. I don't think I've ever drank on. A yeah, plane. Yeah, I don't think I have either. I've drank before the plane. Yeah. So one, this was probably 2004, and I used to have to shuttle kids when I worked at that boarding school. I'd have to shuttle kids to BWI in Baltimore. So, okay. I'd, so in the morning, I'd take four kids to the Albany airport, right? And I'd get on a plane. So it was all Southwest. Get on a Southwest plane, fly down to BWI. It's like an hour and a half, maybe. What's BWI? Baltimore, uh, oh, Washington Baltimore. International okay. Airport. Um, get on the next flight back to Albany, fly back. There'd be four more kids waiting. Get on the next flight, fly down. That sounds Get on the next horrible. flight. It was what? 10, 12 hours. It would do. So at the end of the day... I'm on the flight back. Did they ever consider putting all these kids on one flight? No, because it was like it was it was a ratio. Mm. So like if they didn't, I I did this like 
two, three, maybe four, four times like, okay. where I flew four They're times like, we a need day. Four kids per every Brett. We have how many Bretts? One, one Brett. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, I, I like doing it. They're like, will you fly with the kids? I'm like, yeah, that sounds awesome. You know? No. So Does it? <laughs> down, back, and then I get back. I'm taking my shoes off in public. <laughs> get back to Albany. There'd be four more kids dropped off at the airport, uh-huh. so I escort them onto the plane, fly down again. Now there were a couple. There were kids who could fly by themselves. Yeah. Uh, but if the kids needed supervision, it was four to one, four kids to one Brett. I see. So the flight back. This is my fourth flight of the day. And my ears hurt because the plane it just goes <laughs> so up much, and down, yeah, up and down, and such. A lot of gum chewing. Flying over New York City, and the sun is setting, and like every water way is just beautiful orange like the plane is low oh, enough that's the best yeah. the plane is low enough that i can see yankee stadium okay and i say after this day i'm getting a drink so i get a double whiskey okay drink it fucking wasted <laughs> plane lands your blood's in, like all gone plane lands in albany i stumble to the parking garage uh-oh and i'm like oh i have a school vehicle uh-oh, yeah. So I just sit there for like two hours. You just like crawl in the back and sleep? Yeah, I called the school. I was like, I'm going to get something to eat on the way home. I'll, I'll be back eventually. You don't need the van, do you? And they're like, no. So rolled in there around midnight, probably still drunk. <laughs> <laughs> the but, dangers of flight. Yeah. Uh, anything else to say about that? It was an amazing time. It was a... Her and I, we travel very well together. So Sounds it was like you got to see all of Florida, which... You guys got to come to Nicaragua. Good. Yeah, you really oh, do. Oh yeah, and with her Gabriella, language we, skills, we'll be fu- we'll fucking rule that entire she'll country. She'll talk to all of the. We'll be in charge of everything. I do notice that in a lot of these conversations, she's going "Como se dice" a lot. <laughs> in the Just, video, she dice? Said, the, the video started <laughs> with her saying, that. "Yeah, yeah, yeah." She was trying to order something. "Como se dice ceviche?" If you get her and Alex in the same country, but here's the thing, though, <laughs> it's going to be a disaster. <laughs> she, we have an Uber driver, and this happened several times, like where it's like as soon as they learn you speak Spanish. People are nice. When there's just some English white, oh, they yeah. walk away from you. <laughs> uh-huh. Right? So Uber driver from the airport on the way down. She goes, have you lived in Miami a long time? And the guy goes, yeah. Like two minutes later, she says something to him in Spanish. Couldn't be nicer. No. Talks no. the rest of the way to the rental car place. Real chatty Cathy, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So, Fucking um, racist. Mm. The only other thing I have to talk about is my dad. Who is nuts? Okay, and he says we're in Sarasota. He goes, I want to take you to the top of the Westin Hotel where there's a bar, and you have a beautiful like panoramic view of the city. So we go up there in Sarasota or in Tampa? In Sarasota, uh, like right downtown. I have a Diet Coke. Uh, he has a beer. Man, I want to hang on Sarasota more. It's changed so much. We you used to pictures. live there, and you hated it, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. we take some <laughs> pictures. And um, then we get into the elevator to go down. Okay. I didn't know. This didn't. Because like when you go up in the elevator. Oh, this is beautiful. What? The Westin Hotel. And Sarah, was there a pool on the deck on the top? I don't remember. Yes, there was. But the bar is in another part of the roof. So we go up. Nobody tries to get in the elevator while we're going up. Okay. And when we go down, everyone's getting in the elevator. So every time the elevator door opens, my dad, guess what he does? Uh, Exhales angrily. Farts? Nope. He goes, we'd like to ride alone. 
<laughs> wow. And I was like, I'm going to go live with your dad. And he, but he was like, yeah, go for it. Cause he was like, Co- that's COVID. That's a, you know, that's a protocol. Oh, he still like, takes it like we had to wear. Oh, yeah. Never mind. I'm living. Yeah. That's why it was. I thought this was, I thought, geez, I thought he was just using tools. This story took a real quick turn to the negative. And I was like, he should have had to tell us that before we got into the elevator with him because it was so embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And uh, like after it happened twice, it happened five times. <laughs> Is that even allowed in Florida? Yeah, in Florida especially. Are you even like allowed that? to a- acknowledge that COVID exists in Florida? <laughs> he said you had to wear masks in the common areas of their building. Says who? That it says their association. We've been in Florida. I've been in Florida five times in the past year. Yeah, but year you haven't been in this like old folks' home. But so this old they... place, all of these people who winter there are from New Jersey Uh-oh. and New York, and yeah. they're you know insane and old and scared. But I tried to tell him. I was like, "Dad, it's over." I wish it was over. Russian cyber pandemic now. <laughs> Russian hacker cyber pandemic. Isn't he vaxxed? War. Yes. Okay, I think there's this. Uh, Thanks, Russia. This growing number of people who are vaxxed and they are angry that they got vaxxed. Mm, I think he might be a part of that group. They should be because it's turned out a lot of evidence. I know, has come but out I that feel bad useless. for these people because, like, Yay, these thanks. are the people who got vaxxed not on their own volition, just yeah, because I there didn't. was just this social pressure. Mm-mm. That's he was first in line because of their age and yeah, you know, and a lot of false promises were made. My aunt, who is very wealthy Tia. and well connected, uh-huh. you know, she was she was like first in line, and she was telling my mom, "I can get you first in line." Tia De Niro. Tia De Niro. <laughs> yep. Yeah, my work still has the mask policy and the <laughs> that's insane. Bi-weekly Even schools testing, don't have it. The fucking gay, useless uh, camera that you stand in front of when you come in the first in the morning, and it, you know, is supposed to. That's just a pause beep machine. You pause, it beeps, you go. A lot of times it doesn't beep because I'm coming in from like 20 degree weather and it doesn't work and I just walk away because I'm just like, this is retarded. But when I actually had COVID and was feverish in hindsight, it never fucking said you've got a fever. That might have been because it was cold as shit outside and my face was just frozen. But like, it's just like it does nothing. Like I would love to know. I would love if HR put out numbers saying, here's how many people no longer get COVID at work. But I'm sure that their numbers have fluctuated wildly with the seasons just like anywhere else. And they should look at those numbers and go, oh, this is fucking dumb. People don't look at numbers. I had my first exclusionary experience this week. Yeah. On Wednesday, I was supposed to go to a big event for work. Yep. I was going to seek out certain targets at this event for... Uh, financial benefit Networking oh. and such, yeah. And, and this is an event you paid for? Oh, I paid to go. Uh, I paid to go a month ago. Story gets sadder. So leading up to this event, there are some emails that go out telling us about the event. Like, here's the agenda. Oh, and by the way, um, you need to show uh, a pass or a QR code to get in. I go, I don't even, I can't even spell QR code. <laughs> Um, How do you spell Q? Or a negative test. And I go, fucking Christ, I'll get the goddamn negative test. I've done that to get into Nicaragua. I'll do that again. So Gets the test, tested positive for HIV. (laughs) The event was Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So on Tuesday, I go, okay, this is just like Nicaragua. Need just a fucking test, right? Mm -hmm. So um, 
But I don't need like the whole PCR test, the expensive one. I just need the easy one. And a home test right. of some sort? So okay. I had ordered, I was trying to prepare, plan ahead, yeah. and I had ordered one of these tests online, and I got it shipped here. Okay. And they're just like, yeah, you just like show proof that the test was negative. So it shows up. I open the box up, and I go, okay, here's a little tube with like a Q-tip. Yep. This is the test. What are the instructions? Step one, download our app. Download our government. <laughs> so I look for like step app. one B. <laughs> step one B. You know, don't need an app. Uh, yeah. Right? Step B. There's no step one B. In, in, There's just step one. In case you don't have a smartphone that can download apps, do this. You should have gone into the event with the Q-tip sticking out of your butt, <laughs> with your phone in one hand and the instructions all unfolded in the other hand going, I need help with the app part. <laughs> I need help with the app. I, I think they might have just let you through for not wanting to deal with all that. I, I really should have just tried. But You so, should have just downloaded Brett's fake fucking, what, what was it you oh, had yeah. there? The, I wouldn't hesitate to oh, do no. that at this point. All I have is the mask card. The mask oh, exemption the mask, card. Right. Mask so, exemption. anyway, <laughs> I'm not doing this at-home test that I bought. So I'm not downloading this app. You, you need a burner phone. At the same time that it's telling me to download an app, I'm all I'm hearing is stories about like a Canadian trucker got near the border and they knew everything about them. Yeah. Without even froze, like showing them their phone. Froze all of his accounts. Right. So I'm just like, I, in jail, I huh? don't like participating in any of this. So, Tuesday comes, the day before the event, and I'm running around to houses and stuff, and I go, all right, I'm just going to go to CVS. There's a CVS a block and a half away from this house I'm working on. Okay. I'm going to go to CVS, and I'm going to get one of these tests. I've done it before. Yeah. Let's do it now. So I go there, and I go, last time I stood in the cold at the drive-thru standing there in the cold for like 15 minutes. Hmm. I'll take my car this time. Sure. So I pull up in my car. I wait it, in line. They call it a drive-thru. Yeah. And I get to the window, and I go, yeah, I need one of those tests you guys love to dish out. Mm-hmm. And they go, what? And I go, yeah, I need a COVID. I got an event tomorrow. And she's like, yeah, you got to make an appointment. I go, for the drive-thru. Like, I came in. Because I actually went inside earlier. And I said, how do I get a test? And they said, go to the drive-thru. So I came to the drive-thru. And they said, you need an appointment. I said, before the drive-thru. They said, yeah. I said, I'm here. <laughs> There's no one behind me. This is the appointment. Yeah, who are you? She goes, who are you scheduling it for? You need to fill it out online. Yeah. And I go, can't you just do that while like we're doing it like while i'm waiting and she goes yeah you have to do it oh and i'll save you the trouble the website's down <laughs> yeah of course so i pull out of the drive-thru i park thanks russia i pull up the thing on my phone i can't do it i answer all these fucking questions yeah, she just said the website was i know <laughs> so then i'm like where else do you get a covid test like all, all nope. i know is cvs all, all alex ever said was cvs i've only ever got to get Yes, yeah. based on what Alex told me. Right. Um, so they used out, to just have drive-throughs at the hospital or whatever. Walgreens and Rite Aid also give them. So I go online and I go to Walgreens.com and I go through the procedure. I can schedule a test for tomorrow. My event's at eight in the morning tomorrow. Yeah. I can schedule a test anytime after nine tomorrow. That's not going to work. Rite Aid, same deal. So I call both Walgreens and Rite Aid, and I just go, hey, uh, are you guys booked up for appointments? They go, no, we're no, there's nobody. And I go, okay, I'd like to make an appointment for now. Yeah. And they go, well, you have to go online and do it. I go, yeah, I can't. It, it won't let me do it for today. And they said, well, that's all we can do, too. <laughs> it's so fucking important that you have to schedule it six weeks in advance. Yeah. So I couldn't get a fucking test, and I couldn't go to the event. 
first thing I've been excluded from. It's just it's pissing me off. I mm. wonder if you had just tried to go to the event. I should have. I should have tried, but you have to understand this is not this is an event with nothing but government people and teachers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you should have gone in and been like, obviously I'm vaxxed. And on top of that, just gone in with a needle sticking out of your arm, going, Don't, "Yeah, of course." Do you I've, have a QR code? I've been at no. several events for teachers. No masks. Yeah, it's all fake. No one like your work has masks. I know your world is all masky. Oh yeah, but barely anybody. Wears my world them. is schools, and there's no masks. Yeah, barely anybody wears them correctly, or. Like I've just been taking them off, and like because I'm standing at a machine, kind of yeah, in my own very little corner, arbitrary. and I just have it sitting there, and people come up and they talk to me, and I just don't put it on. Yeah, I don't give a shit. You don't and have I've to wear them in the airports. Apparently, like, you don't have to no. wear them on planes. In Miami, I didn't wear it for one second in the Miami airport. All you need to have is water. Yep. That's or it. on a plane, just get some nuts. One one almond at a time, <laughs> and you just put it in your mouth. Until it dissolves, and then grab the next one. <laughs> that's a long time for an yep. almond. Uh, you know what I thought of that's insane? Cross-country flight, nine almonds. Uh, the other day I realized, uh, I've, you know, you keep seeing, like, insane things about masks, and uh, they constantly tell you. Like, there's this shit all over the walls at work about masking, and uh, recently there was... That's uh, all been pulled down from the rest of the world. I know. I hate my life. I'm sorry. But I have to pay for a mortgage. I hate your life, too. Yeah. Um, but they still have all this paperwork up and shit. And um, even funnier is that they recently sent out emails to everybody saying, hey, you can take a, a voluntary training course on vaccines. And it's voluntary, right? But I'm very, I really want to take it just to see how fucking insane it is and propagandistic. Oh, my friend Tony Myers and I did this. Yeah. It was ridiculous. I'm sure it's absolutely insane and outdated and wrong. But anyway, regardless, the other day I thought they tell you that when you're wearing the mask, it has to cover your nose. Why does it have to cover your nose, right? They say that even though we know that the virus is airborne and aerosolized in your breath, right? So it blows out of your mouth, but the mask is supposed to contain the particles of the minute particles of spit that might contain the virus, right? To protect you from me and me and you and whatever. But it's supposed to cover your nose. How much snot is coming out of your nose when you just breathe normally? It's Why does the mask need to cover your nose? It's fucking another layer on the cake of insanity. Yeah, I think it's lung spit. But it, it doesn't out come the out of your nose. No, it doesn't come out of your nose. Could. When you just breathe normally out of your nose, how much shit is I'm with them on you this. remind me it's of a sane air. You remind me of a sane version of my dad right now. Because my dad's always going, you know, I just don't understand. Like, this doesn't seem to make any sense. I was like, yeah, okay. How about this? <laughs> yeah, Stop thinking about it as a bumbling attempt by the government to solve a public health crisis. Start thinking about it as psychological warfare. And suddenly everything makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> this is the thing that I think people, like, I, there's very few of your dads left, I think. I love Doug, but I don't think there's many people who think like him still out there. What does he think like? That the mask is actually doing something, I or think, that that this is based on something uh, helpful. Oh, you know, with I, good intentions. I went to fucking Home Depot today to get some stuff, and I'm walking around shopping, and I see woman with a mask, two children with a mask, husband, no mask. 
That How does that make sense? Well, that's good. You're going to go fuck it, 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 No, the, the worst... husband doesn't have a mask. Have you so seen they the inverse? All go home together. Have you seen the inverse? Why is the dumb bitch wearing a mask? Okay. Fine. Women can be hysterical. I get it. Yeah. But the well, inverse is. is far more terrifying. Yeah. Where the, the, woman the, and kids, no mask, husband mask. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. How about this? Picture yourself in a mental institution going up and down the corridors, looking in the little windows. <laughs> There's a giant Indian man. <laughs> right. I don't know why. Going, why? What is wrong with that guy in there? Why is he doing that? Why is he ripping a, a water fountain out of the floor? <laughs> <laughs> why would somebody do that? Because people are fucking crazy. Yeah. We live in a giant mental institution now. Yeah. I don't think there's that many crazy people left. I really don't. Like, it's easy to point them out when you see them. That's what I mean. They stand out. But it's But it seems it's like in Florida, which is a pretty big population state, like what? A tenth of the country lives there? Maybe. If not more, yeah. Maybe a, maybe a twelfth. 21.48 million oh, people. Less, 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 less than a tenth. Fuck, that's more like a twelfth. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So... Very, there's very. That doesn't account care. for the last year and a half people moving there. Yeah, yeah. Even, even like in a place like Sarasota, where it's a lot of tourists, like nobody's wearing a mask to go in a restaurant. The goddamn anything. Super Bowl was in California. Everyone was told they have to wear masks. Right. Nobody so, fucking wore masks. None of the celebrities that are uh, fruit bowling about masks were wearing masks. Like, I need to counter your anecdotal stories uh, with yeah. a positive one. But I, you go to the goddamn Target in the crunchy area of Pittsburgh. Half the people are wearing masks. And you just walk around and you go... Yeah, I walk around the college campuses of Pittsburgh and I go, where are you living? What what, what time do you live What reality do you fucking exist in? It makes no sense. It's psychosis. Don't they know that... Putin is trying to reconstitute Mother Russia. <laughs> like we're on to the new, we're on to some new You're shit. We're on to the new crisis of possible <laughs> nuclear holocaust, yeah. Um, but to Your counter- fucking mask ain't doing shit for a gamma radiation. I can't wait to see masks with Ukrainian flags on them because it's coming. Oh, I bet that exists. It's coming. I'm, I'm fucking Googling that right <laughs> So to counter Puke's point about the family with masks and to counter Brett's point about the dad with the elevator, I was out in the college neighborhood this past week in Pittsburgh where it's like you live in another country that's also summer of 2020. And there you go. U- Ukraine masks. know anything that's happened. And I'm in a bar and I'm with somebody and she starts expressing regret for taking the vaccine mm-hmm. because yeah. she took the vaccine because of her work. Mm-hmm. And then right after the second batch or dose or whatever, she quits her job. Now she's furious. Yeah. This is not a political person whatsoever. I am not even saying anything. I just go, yeah, it's shitty. Like I don't, I'm not shaming her for taking the vaccine, but she's lamenting it. The next thing I know, she goes on a fucking tirade about how she's sick and tired of fearful people and all these fucking people are so scared and she has no patience for it. And Mm -hmm. I'm going, that's what I think, but I don't say it out loud. And she's saying it out loud. Okay. I'm loving it. (laughs) And then maybe you should say it out loud. And then I start hearing the conversation from the people to my left, which are just regular people in this neighborhood that I don't think are on board with how I think or how she's starting to speak. Mm -hmm. People to my left. One of them was... Uh, a lesbian and the other was a trans and I forget which direction trans but trans the trans <laughs> okay. starts yelling about Joe Biden and going do you know that Joe Biden was against gay marriage until like 12 seconds ago 
And then they just started yeah. going on you this. You should have leaned over and go, look up the 1995 crime bill. Oh, it doesn't have to go back that far. Yeah, or it was whenever, more recent. Whenever that fucking thing but was. They Biden. just started talking about how it's all for show. It's all bullshit. Yeah. There's nothing about standing up for anybody's. And it was just the most. Like, that trans was red pilling themselves with their own thoughts in that moment. And I'm just sitting there reveling in this glory. To my right is some woman bitching about fearful people. To my left is a trans just completely realizing the left is not on their side at all. And I just jizz all over the bartender. (laughs) It was amazing. Yeah, I really think that we're at a tipping point, but it's just it's not happening fast enough. It's happening pretty fast. Well, I've got one place, and it is my workplace, that needs to fucking stop. And once that happens, then I will not have to... But you're all sitting there going, I wish it would stop. That's what all of you are saying, but what are all of you doing? Mm. What do you mean, who? Puke. Why isn't Puke doing something? Why isn't Puke's co-worker who's frustrated doing something? Why didn't Andrew go to the event that he paid for and say, fuck you? Because I've been going to airports and other events and in schools and not wearing the mask. Yeah, so am I, but at work I don't, because that has consequences, I think. So does me going into schools. That's work. (laughs) But I mean, here we are at the end of this thing, and we didn't do it. We didn't get the shots. And I feel good about that. Uh, well, he did. I, I did. You didn't get the booster. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I just got... see so you're on. We're all the same. But we the have woman, the same the, status. The woman, she, she flat out said, she's like, at this point, the masks are dog collars for humans. <laughs> she said, they're dog collars for, and, and fucking Fauci is the holding the leash. Wow. And this is not a political person. This is not somebody who. Yeah. Is like repeating the message of anybody who's talking to her. This is just her coming to her own conclusions and everything. Yeah. It's sad that it's taken two years for that. Yeah. Oh, new conspiracy theory. You brought up Ukraine. But all, see, but before you say oh, that, yeah. all this shit will just reset with a new crisis and we'll be right back to the starting point with people like, oh, I guess we're going to listen now. Yeah. You know? Probably. That crisis oh. will be uh, if you want to own your own shit. You know what it'll be is a variant. It's going to be Russian. No, the variants are over. I think, think so. I think they, they've got it. So. Yeah, that's done. I think it's, it's a cyber attack. The next attack. thing is way worse. Cyber I don't attack, think it's cyber yeah. attacks. I think it is... Nukes? No, I think it's individual control of everybody's money. Oh, yeah. CBDCs. Through that or well, just digital currency. But I think the Russia thing, cash. it's going to be like th- this... Th- I think... And I've been wrong before, but I've also been right before. So I still say things. <laughs> <laughs> Helpful think, when on a podcast. I think this Russia thing is going to escalate. And yeah. I think part of it, I think you will hear like cyber threat stuff, but you will also start to hear about like traitorous talk. Like if you don't support mm. whatever is happening, you're a traitor. Like that will, people are primed to jump on the next tribal thing. So well, as long as they're we... going to find something here to, to, to do that. And this is like what Andrew was saying, this is the opportunity. Like we already saw the trial run of this in Canada over dissonance. Like why should dissonance have their own money and their own funding and their own bank accounts? Like that door is open now. Mm. So let's all get excited about crypto just to help that message push forth mm. and help those controls get into place. Maybe crypto is helping the people of Ukraine right now, though. So there's the opposite. Until it doesn't. Well, I don't know how that's going to happen. Okay, well. As long as they have internet access. Once that's gone, they're fucked completely. (laughs) 
But who's more powerful? NATO or Russia? Well, NATO, I guess. Okay. All of Europe. So crypto can help Ukraine them. for yeah. now. Yeah. But also, a lot of people are looking at it's probably going to help the Russian populace that is going to be cut off from all of global banking. And then they're the going to The populace or the government? Both, I guess. I'm going to say well, both. Well, I mean, the right, sanctions, because sanctions punish people. They're, right. Well, they're sanctioning all of Russia. Yeah. And so the Russian people and the government are all going to be sanctioned as one because their entire banking system is being like cut off, right? Yeah. So they're either going to all move to the digital yuan or some shit, or they're going to move to crypto, and then that's going to be pointed at as, look, Bitcoin is going around these sanctions. It's bad. The yeah. Russians are a hardy and resourceful people, I would say. And I don't know what they're going to do, but they're going to do something. And they're waging, they're going to wage an economic war on the Russian people. That's what sanctions do. Mm. Bill Clinton killed half a million people in Iraq in the 1990s with sanctions. Mm. Right? Half yeah. a million people died of starvation and other related problems because of sanctions. So they're setting something because they because they they think that that could maybe create like some kind of uprising against Putin. Right. I don't know. Let's think about. OK, more positive. This yeah, is, I mean, let's bad. get positive. Oh, can I do one negative thing sure. before we get to that related to Ukraine? I had this thought, which probably is not super unique, but how convenient that Joe Biden's son had all these things during the election that came out about Ukraine and laptops and grift and graft and such, and now there's a war there conveniently destroying any evidence? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know, but... Probably not, but I don't know. I'm selfish, <laughs> and that doesn't affect me. Yeah, true. Positive note. But positively, okay. So, you know, like, after COVID, I'm kind of thinking, like, maybe... I don't want to, no, I don't want to jinx, even though jinxing isn't a real thing, but shit like really doesn't have to affect you. Yeah. But there's also a way to look at shit shit. and go, I I might be able to benefit from this. So like, okay, here's an example. Nicaragua, right? Crypto rich Ukrainian refugees looking for short term rentals. Uh, (laughs) No, not that specific or that on the nose. Okay. Um, But Nicaragua. You guys have heard me talk about this off air, but Nicaragua was a growing third world, uh, super poor country for yeah. decades. Okay. In 2018, a thing happened. The whole country went to shit. Just pandemonium. Was it uh, civil war? No. It was the government killing people in the streets, the streets filled with protesters, and then the regular people being upset at everything. Civil unrest. Yes. Okay. Uh, all business shut down, all commerce, property values plummeted. So now that we're four years removed from that nearly, mm-hmm. I'm looking at it and going, geez, it's right back on that trajectory of upwardness. I really wish I could have bought a shitload of things. Yes. Oh, yeah. In 2019. Well, that is. Because I-, I see what's happening throughout 2021. I went there. I research as much as I could, and I see what's been happening, what's new, what the direction things are going, and I see nothing but opportunity. Yeah. When there's pandemonium, there's fucking disaster investing opportunities. Isn't that what like, uh, like stock traders say is like buy when there's blood in the streets or yes. something? <laughs> sure, it sounds right. <laughs> yeah. But like the other thing I keep hearing about is Turkey with their nearly hyperinflation. Delicious, full of vitamin D. But 
now is the time that people should be pouncing on this because mm. one, it helps people out in that area okay. by injecting money into that economy, but also you can get things for cheap. On the flip side, what's happening with Russia? Okay, Russia is like the one country that's using fossil fuels to get cheap energy when the rest of the world is going to try and fight that and they're too busy paying a million times more than they need to for energy. Well, they're paying Russia a shitload in Europe for that exactly oil. So China's going to do it too. Isn't now kind of the time to invest in like Russian energy companies? Uh, Maybe not right now. I would wait until after the sanctions destroy all of them and then figure out which ones are growing again. But yeah, maybe. I'm just That's, saying. Or maybe invest in some sort of like oil futures. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know fuck all about that kind of shit. But. Well, I mean, the price of oil is very high right now. Yeah, it's not yeah. right now I'm going to invest in oil. Right, but you, you you understand what I'm saying, yes. right? You're saying, it was better a couple of years ago when it was negative. <laughs> it was negative? Oh, yeah. When like uh, the U.S. had insane surplus or whatever yeah yeah but maybe you're right so you're gonna go to the russian stock market and buy some stuff or like how, how the I, fuck i would don't you know do it's something that i'd be interested in like if there's russian mining <laughs> companies maybe i'd research them and see mm. why don't we maybe. get or ukrainian our companies guy from the seven who knows about currency trading maybe he's onto something Who's our guy from the seven? oh that would be interesting too yeah why don't we do a pcl with him hmm I don't know how much I can trust him based on where he lives. <laughs> like, if he's really on top of this stuff, yeah. why would he live there? I trust him entirely. But he lives in... I can't say it, but... Yeah, you can. Do you know where he lives? If you just say he, you can say any place. He... You can say the street lives <laughs> as long as you keep it at he. Well, there's only seven choices, so I don't know. They could narrow it down. Youngstown. Yeah. Probably owns the whole city. <laughs> then he's done a shit job. He's not the mayor. He's just the oh. owner. Yeah. He outsources that, that shit. You mayor. I that, own. But yeah, that's an interesting point. Wait until the war is over, then invest in all of the construction companies in Ukraine. <laughs> that's a, kind of a dark thought. <laughs> is it? Or is it the thing that helps them get back to fucking normal? Oh, that's a good point. And they're probably not even Ukrainian companies. You're injecting capital into their economy. Yeah. Hmm. Of course, how much capital do you have to inject? Right now? None. Yeah. So I need to go out and capture more. Very silly. I got enough to inject to maybe fix a roof in Nicaragua. Can't believe what a roof costs in Nicaragua. I thought oh, everything was cheap. It is. Not cheap enough for it's you. 10% of the roof that I paid for <laughs> last year in Pittsburgh, but yeah. still pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Can you use like bamboo leaves? Or no, uh, <laughs> That's like what palm leaves? Palm yeah. leaves? That's yeah. what I figured. Banana leaves. I go, why don't you just fucking put some plantains on it like you do everything else? <laughs> oh, just spread it around. Yeah, and yeah and let it harden. Let it harden. Yeah. Plantain paste. Apparently it's made out of metal. I don't know. Larry and I were on it looking at it and going, yeah, they're right. The only way to fix this is to fucking replace it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a sloping issue. Mm. That might be what my problem is here at this house. There's an issue where there's possibly some slopes meeting and water gets in and drips down in the... Garage, oh, garage wall. Yeah. yeah. Well, before this becomes all roof stuff, we should probably wrap up. You know, <laughs> it's been a long stuff. show. Yeah, it is. Well, we've had some short ones recently, so no hmm. problem. Have we? Yeah, we've done some that are only like an hour and a half in the past couple shows. Really? It's, yeah, really. Mister, I listen back to the shows. You listen fucking know one. You son of a bitch. I need to be in my car by seven fifty-five. So that get out. <laughs>
What's what's a mm. what's what do you think that song's about? If it's about anything, payday is the title. Oh, yeah, I feel like I'm skipping down the road and I'm yeah, saying like, hi to people. I just got payday, payday today. It feels now a lot pay. like today Jerry is my when pay. he's delivering mail on Sunday, and they're like, mail on Sunday? <laughs> Whoops! Oh, oh my god, god. Oh, my abs hurt. <laughs> so goddamn dumb. Oh, Jess, you make me cry every week. <sighs> Yeah, it's good stuff. Has anybody Thank ever, you, Jess. Yeah, has there ever been a better start to any show ever? <laughs> yeah, probably. That's, that's the worst start. <laughs> I, I could fill the show with stuff that's happened. Five! Four. Four. Dong. Please stop doing that. Three! All right, ready? Five! Well, doesn't mean you need to count down again. But you didn't go on zero, so I have to start over. Five! Oh, Four. Mm-hmm. Three. You didn't go on zero. Five. <laughs> this is Carrie's favorite part of the show. Five. <laughs> four. Three. <laughs> Jeez, how are you supposed to do a show? I don't know. Five. Yeah. Four. Quick, before the Russians nuke us. Five. Four. Three. All right, five. Okay. Oh, really? Four. Pick a better sound effect. Three. Plan yeah, ahead. Two. Do something. Test, test. One, two. One, two. Five. No. Four. Three. <laughs>